What is up, YouTube? Welcome in to another edition of Bucky and BK live on Texas Sports Unfiltered and on the free Texas Sports Unfiltered app. Today is Wednesday, December 6th, 2023, and the Buck and I are with you until 10 o'clock. Of course, Texas Sports Unfiltered is live all day long, talking all things Texas football and beyond on this morning's show. A shock, a smart revenge game tonight. The 12th ranked Texas basketball team takes on number eight Marquette in Milwaukee. We'll preview that. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is still mad at Texas. We'll talk about that. We'll give you our updated NFL power rankings. We'll rank some of the most intriguing bowl matchups in college football in a bizarre story involving former Pro Bowl wide receiver TJ Hushmanzada. That we have to get into at some point today. We are jam-packed on a hump day edition of Bucky and BK. Good morning, Buck. Good morning, BK. How are you feeling today? I am doing great, my friend. How about you? I am doing fantastic. Up early, get a little workout in, ready to crank it up. Beautiful. Should be another beautiful day here in Central Texas. And, you know, it's um, it's that kind of lull here except for basketball. Basketball with the NBA in-season tournament, which – who cares? I haven't haven't got to that point. Maybe just see the finals. That's about it. I know the Milwaukee Bucks are pretty damn good since their acquisition of one of the best players in the NBA. That's you know that's that's craziness. I don't know how the East is going to come out, but I don't know if Boston's going Boston's going to have some competition this year. Not only from Philadelphia, but from Milwaukee. That that division is just brutal, and of course. Texas Longhorns still everybody's still up as high as possible about that. Nothing's changing. Sorry, Florida State, mm-hmm. you got screwed. Yeah, how about uh, the governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis, saying Sorry about that, that Ronald? He would set aside one million dollars from his 2024 political budget to give to Florida State if they wanted to sue the College Football Playoff Committee. You had a Florida State senator a couple of days ago, released like this long statement, basically pinned a letter to Boo Corrigan in the CFP committee saying how he believed Florida State got wronged in this deal. And then the governor of Florida has come out and said, hey, if you guys want to sue, we'll give you some money to make it happen. Hey, listen, do us all a favor. Help Florida man and Florida woman out a little bit. Don't worry about the college. They got plenty of money. Everything's good. You just need to help out Florida man and Florida woman so we don't see as much as those people as we do. There ain't no help in them, Buck. (laughs) On a daily basis, we got to see those folks. Good morning to the soldiers at Port Cavazas, Texas, the soldiers in the state of Texas, and all those that fight for us each and every day. Thank you, thank you, thank you for what you do. It is appreciated, and please be careful out there. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Yep. I love it when sports cross into political lines. That's what's going on right now. Look, Florida State got screwed. We've talked about it. Uh, but they got screwed for the betterment of the American people. That's true. It's as simple thank as you. That. Thank you to the state of Florida. Thank you very much. Yes. Thank you guys for taking one for the team. You have every right to be pissed. You went 13 and 0. You won your conference championship. That should have been enough to get you into the college football playoff, but nobody wanted to see you in the college football. Nobody playoff. wanted to see you at all. And life ain't fair. Sorry. Life ain't fair. And look, college football is a business and businesses are all about making money. That's right. And, and we're all better off without you. And this is part of the entertainment business. That's right. It's going to be way more entertaining to watch Alabama take on Michigan in the Rose Bowl than it would have been to watch Florida State take on Michigan in the Rose Bowl. So it sucks. I do empathize. 
you know this, Buck. I usually get off on other people's sports misery. I do empathize with Florida State fans because, you know, you put yourself in their shoes and uh, you'd be just as pissed. I'd be just as pissed if the Longhorns were in that same situation. We'd be saying all the same stuff. But uh, thankfully, it's not us dealing with that. And, yeah, sorry about that, guys. It's how it works sometimes, you know. Yeah, that's true. I mean, all I needed was Michigan to lose a game and then be out because that would have made my misery feel. That would have been just – that would have been great misery if those folks had to suffer, the Wolverine yeah. fans. Well, if Michigan somehow lost to an Iowa team that was incapable of scoring, then – Yeah, that, God, that's true. There was no what, way they were going to lose. What would the playoff have looked like there? Like Maybe. Washington would have been number one? Would it have been Texas two, Bama three? Would we have gotten the rematch in the semifinal? I think we would have. And then Florida State four, or would they separate? There was no chance. You were right. There was not a chance in hell. Yeah, I maybe, mean, maybe they I thought that they would at least score. They could not even score a touch, a point. Dude, their first half over under was like .5, and they didn't get it. And their team total was six and a half, and they didn't even get close. Wow. I mean, Michigan's defense is awesome, but that says more about where Iowa is offensively. It's amazing that that team won 10 games. If that was your first time watching Iowa, that had to be your reaction. Like, how the hell did these guys win 10 and get to a conference championship? I know. It's, I mean, it's just, it, it, it's hard to believe that Kirk Ferentz still has his gig there. I don't care how many they win, but they can't score. They have nothing going on in offense. They had that big old dumpy quarterback. I mean, it's like, come on, go find some kid that wants to play quarterback in the state or around the corner, somewhere in the Midwest, who's who's working the cornfields, you know what I'm saying, during the day, yeah. go play a little night football. I mean, there's got to be one. Field of dreams, something. Well, they got the Michigan transfer, Cade McNamara, and they thought he was going to be their guy at quarterback, but he got hurt early. So that kind of put them behind the eight ball, and they've been playing with the backup all season. And, they still won 10 games. I mean, everybody agrees that it's BS the way the Big Ten has been split in recent years, and that is one benefit of conference realignment is we won't have those stupid-ass divisions in the Big yes. Ten anymore, uh, which is nice. But, yeah, Iowa still found a way to win 10 games, and they were ranked in the top 20 going Can't into take Saturday. Can't away from that defense, man. That defense was something now. Kirk Ferentz has been there 25 years yeah, now. There's, there's a time when it's time to go. Well, that's, that's the whole be careful what you wish for thing because – He's been their best coach ever, and they have been consistently good. I think they won a Big Ten title, like one, maybe 10 years ago against Michigan State, if memory serves. Hmm. I, don't even, I don't even know if they actually won that game against Michigan State. Maybe Michigan State beat them. Um, but, yeah, I, you know, I don't know if they could do much better than Kirk Ferentz. They sure as hell could do better than Brian Ferentz. Oh, yeah, for sure. son, Who's been the offensive coordinator, who is now uh, out of a job or at least he will be after Iowa's bowl game. But, yeah, no, they suck. But I do wonder, like, alternate universe, what would the playoff have looked like if somehow, some way, Iowa beat Michigan? Uh, maybe they would have put Texas 2, Florida State 3 to try to, like, separate Texas and Alabama and maybe wait till the national title game to get that matchup. Yeah, they want that matchup. They want that matchup in this title game, in this title too. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the TV partners – Really oh, want Texas. Like, I don't think it matters that much from a viewership perspective if it's Michigan or if it's Alabama, because you're, you're talking about just two of the biggest brands in the sport sure. and two ginormous fan bases. Like, either one of those two is going to bring eyeballs and they're going to sell tickets. And 
Uh, it's going to be huge for the sport if either Michigan or Alabama is playing for a title. No disrespect to Washington, uh, although we'll probably disrespect them a lot over the next few weeks. Uh, they're just not the brand that the other three are. No. I mean, there's three blue bloods there, and Washington, they've had some history, and it's a state school, and they're obviously a great team this year, and they've earned their spot into the CFP. But, uh, yeah, now the, the, the college football, the NCAA, the committee, uh, the fans – Eyeballs, whatever they all want. Uh, they all want Texas against somebody in that oh, national yeah. championship. Texas, Michigan, Texas, Alabama. It's all looking good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think uh, I think a lot of Texas fans are rooting for the rematch, though. I would be. I, I mean, we'll see Michigan next year anyway. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, it's maybe with a new coach, but. Yeah, Texas, Texas saw Washington last year and this year. They've already seen Bama this year. They're going to see Michigan next year. So, yes. yeah, you usually don't see uh, these type of repeat matchups in the non-con, but that's how it worked. And, look, Texas, uh, give them credit for scheduling Alabama. That's the reason oh, they're yeah. in the college that's football right. playoff this year. So, um, it's awesome, man. It is awesome. All right, did you see what uh, Aaron Rodgers had to say, speaking of the college football playoff and speaking of Florida State getting left out. He's still uh, bitter over something? Of course he is. Well, Aaron Rodgers, I mean, screw that guy for a million different reasons. Uh, but he's always hated Texas. You go all the way back has. to 2004 where Texas jumped Cal in the last rankings and the Longhorns were given the honors of playing in the Rose Bowl against Michigan instead of Cal. Right. Cal thought yep. they were going to be the team playing in the Rose Bowl against Michigan. Instead, Texas got the nod. The Longhorns, of course, beat Michigan in that game. Texas Tech went on, excuse me, Cal went on to play Texas Tech in the Holiday Bowl. And Texas Tech actually beat Cal by two touchdowns. So it seems like the BCS got it right by saying, oh, Texas, we think you're better than Cal. So we're going to put you in the Rose Bowl and we're going to leave Cal out. We'll leave them in the Holiday Bowl instead. Well, Aaron Rodgers hadn't forgotten about that. He was on with the Pat McAfee show yesterday, and I think he joins those guys every week. Every week, yeah. They're 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 buds. Yeah, and here's uh, some of what he had to say about the college football playoff. I feel about Florida State, those boys. Mm. That was my team growing up. That was my team. I think they should have got in. Over? And Texas. Okay. Nice. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. No, you can take that. That double deuce right there. Mm. Yeah, and then Aaron Rodgers giving the horns down on national TV, too. So go ahead and tear another Achilles, Aaron. We don't care about you. That dude is not playing this year or next year. Take the money and run off to weirdo land, wherever you're coming from. Yeah. There'll be something be next year. That that guy, there'll be something major coming on with him. Major move. There'll be the reun reuniting him and Danica Patrick or some something weird is gonna happen. He you know, he needs weird, he needs to be in the limelight. He just loves it. Oh yeah. He loves himself some him. There's no oh, doubt about goodness. that. And I I don't think Aaron Rodgers is really serious about coming back and playing this year. I just think he keeps telling people that he is, so people keep talking about him. Sure. Like, that's, that's just how he operates, man. Like, look, he's a great player. He's one of the best quarterbacks in the history of the game. There's no debate there. But, uh, yeah, no, he loves being in the spotlight. He wants people talking about Aaron Rodgers. So he says stuff and does stuff to make sure that people are talking about Aaron Rodgers. And this is another one of those instances. Like, Texas fans are obviously up in arms. 
with these comments. And a lot of college football fans are like, really? Like Florida State over Texas? So that meant you would have put Alabama in over Texas, even though Texas beat Alabama in Tuscaloosa. Of course he would have. But yeah, Aaron Rodgers still has some distaste for the Longhorns for what happened two decades ago. Hey, get over it, guy. It's been 20 years. Move on. I think everybody else in the world besides you has. Uh, And then also, yeah. Three three uh, MVP later, he's still bitter. Really? Will generate some uh, some buzz as well. So, yeah, Aaron Rodgers, Florida State over Texas was his opinion. And there you go. I think he comes back next year, but yeah, I don't think he comes back this year. The Jets are too bad. It wouldn't make sense oh, for him to no, come back make, to that. It doesn't make any sense. Show. But then he never makes any sense. That's the problem. That's what I mean. Yeah, he'll, he'll do that just for the sake of let's talk about him. Yep, that's it. That is it. All right, it is Bucky and BK here on a. Wednesday morning. We've got some NFL power rankings. What about this Texas basketball team, though, tonight, Buck? The Longhorn in in Milwaukee taking on Marquette's Texas ranked number 12 in the new AP Top 25 poll. Uh, Marquette ranked number eight. The Longhorns have a better record than Marquette does this year, if you care about that. Texas is six and one. Marquette is six and two. Uh, Marquette actually coming off of a loss over the weekend to Wisconsin. That's a big rivalry game for them. And Wisconsin actually won that game relatively handily against the Golden Eagles. Marquette also lost to Purdue early in the year. So a couple of decent teams. Purdue, the best team in the country right now, or one of the best teams in the country right now. They're in the top five. Uh, Not a horrible loss to them on a neutral floor. Wisconsin's a pretty good team now. Wisconsin's not bad either. They got a nice win over Michigan State, I believe, last night too. Yeah, Wisconsin's – yep, they're always solid. They're always solid, and they did beat Michigan State in East Lansing last night. So you're right. Um, so neither loss for Marquette that bad. Obviously, Texas's only loss came on a neutral floor to the defending champion, UConn Huskies. Uh, not a lot of shame in that one. And Texas was very shorthanded in that game, too. But a big one tonight. Obviously, the Shaka Smart revenge game. Uh, this is the first time Texas will play against Shaka Smart since, obviously, Shaka was the coach here for six years. Uh, the Longhorns are seven-point underdogs tonight. How you feeling about this one, Buck? Well, I think it'll be I think it'll be a fun game for both teams, and I, I got to believe the coach, um, both coaches will enjoy this. This is still once again you just got to look at it as it is. It's a it's a tune up to to league play. Everybody's still trying to find figure out who's got this role, who's that guy. Are guys going to be healthy? Will Texas be at full strength, which they won't be? So I mean, just another game to find out. Let the other players start to find their way around this basketball team. So I don't. It's. It's not a game that, I mean, it's it's not do or die time in college basketball, and especially for these two teams. It's just do. Let's do. Let's find out where our guys belong. Uh, if if something were to happen to some of these guys that are going to be coming, starting to come back, what happens? Who's the next guy in? I mean, they're still trying to find, find out those things because even though Texas will get healthier, you don't know how long some of these guys may last. I mean, you don't, you don't know what a guy's foot. You don't know what the guy's shoulder where they'll keep them in and keep them out. So you got to have your backup guys ready to to play, and they got to be good. They can't just be players just going in to take their spots. Their roles have to be pretty big, the guy yeah. behind a backup, especially in college basketball. Yeah, Texas hasn't played since last Thursday night where they beat Texas State 77-58. to That was one of the weirder college basketball games you'll ever watch, right? Texas jumped out to a 25-4 to lead over the Bobcats, and it felt like it was going to be the easiest victory of all time. And then Texas State came all the way back. They actually had a lead in the second half of that game, uh, but the Longhorns turned it on in the final 10 minutes and did enough to win and pull away from Texas State. 
so, yeah, since that UConn game, the Longhorns have beaten a couple of mid-majors in Wyoming and Texas State. They've had plenty of time to rest up and prepare and game plan for this Marquette team. Uh, Marquette now an eight-and-a-half-point favorite. I, I saw seven yesterday, and I guess uh, the money's coming in on Shaka's punch. So this will be a tough test. Obviously, Dylan DeSue still not there. The good news is Caden Shedrick will be playing for Texas. He was not available for that UConn game. So uh, it's nice to have one of your best bigs on the floor tonight. Sure. But it's going to be tough, man. Marquette's really good. Like They were good everybody... last year. They were yeah. fantastic last year. They'll be good again this year. They bring well, back a lot of guys. Well, they uh, they choked in the tournament because that's the shock of smart special right there. Oh, once uh, you get to that time, once yeah, you get they to March. Were, they were a two seed in the tournament, and they didn't even make it to the uh, Sweet 16. So, uh, yeah, they blew it. And then two years ago, they lost by 50, I think, in their first round NCAA tournament game. Oh, I think they lost to North Carolina, who played wow. for the national championship that year. But uh, this game ended in March, which I think is unfortunate, because if it was, I'd feel a lot better about Texas' chances. Because Shaka in a big game. Well, I don't have to tell anybody about that if you're a Texas fan. Uh, but they're great. And, and the biggest question that I've had about this Longhorn team all year is their perimeter defense. Now, I think Tyrese Hunter, when he wants to be a great defender, he can be a great defender. But Max Asmus, the other starting guard for Texas, a great score coming off of his best shooting performance as a horn, 26 against the Bobcats. Uh, he's just undersized. And and Marquette's got a really good backcourt with Cam oh, Jones yeah. and Tyler Kolek. If you've never watched either of those guys play. Watch Kolek, uh, yeah. Yeah, they're good. Kolek, a little whitey. Uh, he, he can ball. Yeah, he's an athlete now. He's not just a gym rat. You know, this guy, this guy has some juice to him. He's really, really solid. And Cam Jones is the leading scorer for Marquette. Both of those guys, as you mentioned, dudes who were on that team last year, yep. uh, who were back this year. It's why Marquette started the year as a top five team in the country. It's why they're number eight right now. Their backcourt's really good. And they've got this big, Odigi Zorro is his name. And there's, oh, wait, I'm combining him with the Cowboys' Odigi Zorro. Igadoro is his Igadoro. name. Yeah. Yeah. Oso Igadoro. Not Osa Odigizua is the D lineman for the Cowboys. <laughs> Zorro. Yeah, I'd rather I'd rather be playing Odigizua as great as he is for the Cowboys. Like I wish that guy was playing basketball over Igadoro, who is uh, who's a good big man for Marquette. Marquette oh, beat Kansas man. earlier this year, and Kansas beat UConn earlier this year. So yeah. you know that's whatever. I don't know if the transitive property really applies ever especially at this point in the year. But, uh, yeah, Marquette, yeah, just obviously. Kind of just had figuring out where they where they belong and stuff. I, mean, I, yeah. I like it. There's some good games early. Like I said, that Wisconsin-Michigan State game. Some of these teams are playing really great competition, you know, outside of their conferences, which is, yeah. I mean, good. I mean, you can you can try to put yourself in, in position, you know, in, in the top 12 teams in, in basketball right now. But playing these teams right now, are it's great for March. It really it is. is. Playing them in December is really great for March and getting your team to figure out where they stand with the other teams in the country. Yeah. Look, Texas playing in the Big 12, the Longhorns will have plenty sure. of opportunities Absolutely. for resume-boosting wins. Like, there are a lot of teams ranked in this conference. BYU is ranked number 14. I'm not sure anybody realized that. I'm not sure I realized that. Uh, Oklahoma is ranked number 19, and they knocked out Providence last night in yes. a matchup of two pretty solid teams. Like Oklahoma looks like they finally got it figured out under Porter Mosier. Obviously, Kansas is a top-five team. Houston's a top-five team. 
Uh, Texas is going to have plenty of chances for those resume boosting wins once they get to the Big 12. But you want to have a nice non-conference W on your schedule. And this is kind of the last chance the Longhorns have at it this year. Like, they'll play LSU on the 16th in Houston. LSU's okay. Uh, I don't know if they're even a tournament team, though, this year. Uh, but that's a big brand, and that's a win over you know a Power 5 conference team. So, obviously, you want that. But, yeah, UConn and Marquette, kind of the two really big resume-boosting non-conference opportunities for Texas this year. They obviously didn't beat UConn. There's no shame to losing to Marquette on the road by any stretch, especially without doing the Sioux. But this would be huge for the Longhorns when you're talking about seed lines come selection Sunday. Absolutely. Yeah, like this this would be a really nice one. And I also hate Shaka Smart. So that's that's really why I want Texas to win this game because that guy – Literally wasted six years of my life as the Texas basketball coach. You just kept dreaming, didn't you? You just kept thinking it was going to happen. Well, I didn't like the hire in the first place. I I I figured it'd be a little bit better than what it was, but no, I was not in on the hire. I think part of my bitterness came because I'm they never called you. No, well, shit. I think I could have done better than Shaka. Nah, yeah, yeah. I think so. I think I could have won eight been, tournament games. You've been able to beat Abilene Christian. I, I think, think you'd so. have had that one. I would have hired like the most – I would have said, you guys pay me like, I don't know, $500,000 and then save all of the other money to hire the most badass coaching staff in the country, and I'll just be the face. You know, There you go. Face. This is a face right here, Buck. Yeah. You just be the face. Is that, st- that stash is gone. Is it starting to come back? Are you trying to bring that back? No. It's, no, every day it's going. There's little pieces of it hanging around. You're seeing a stash right now? Yeah, it's time to give her. You didn't. When did you shave last? Three days ago? Uh, I think yesterday. Yeah, well, you better do something. It's starting to try to creep up. Sometimes when you get rid of it, like this thing right here, after Christmas, out the door. Yeah, you got to have the uh, the Bucky Claws bit rolling back this yeah. year. Yeah, but now after that, gone. Mm. Totally out. See you later. Clean shaven? Yeah, back to being 37. Okay, 37 what? Years old. Yes. What is it, 1952? <laughs> no. 37? Yes. You think you think shaving takes 30 years off your life? Yes, it does. Takes it yeah. off my face, yes. I have a baby face underneath this. Oh, I'm not as hard as I look with this. This is right here. This is this is the hardness of the holidays right here. I'm glad you're not hard right now. Thank you I for st- uh, <laughs> I store my that. COVID inside this. <laughs> Dude, I... I, I told you, like, I was sick for, like, half the month of November when I had the mustache on. That'll do it. And then I shaved, and all of a sudden, I feel better. See? Just conceals COVID, the flu, AIDS, all the Everything. above. Everything's inside of that thing. Yeah, it was all in there. So, uh, yeah, hopefully Texas wins tonight. Once again, I think some of my shock of bitterness comes from me being a Kansas fan and uh, Shaka's VCU team beating Kansas in the Elite Eight in 2011, when really it was just Kansas not being able to make any open shots. But whatever, credit the other team, credit the other coach. But that game still sticks with me, and obviously it is the biggest reason why Shaka was the coach at Texas, which definitely still sticks with me because that guy didn't do a GD thing here in Austin in he six He won a years. national championship. Oh, my God. National Invitational Championship. Some of our most embarrassing moments as Longhorn basketball fans came with Shaka. Winning the NIT and then TexasSports.com posing as if that was a national championship and then losing to Abilene Christian. Maybe two of the lowest moments for me as a Longhorn Hoops fan came uh, in 
the span of like three years with Shaka Smart. That was a terrible lunchtime deal, Abilene Christian. That was okay. I, that was a, like an afternoon tilt, wasn't it? No, it was a night. That I was remember, a night game? Yeah, it was a late one of the latest games, maybe the last game of the NCAA. Eleven fifteen at night. Yeah, yeah, here you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, God, I was at a wedding in Memphis, your favorite city. Memphis. Watching that. And I was pretty devastated. And then I'm like, no, this means Shaka Smart's getting fired. So I'll get over this pretty quickly. And then we had Chris Beard and he just turned out to be kind of a piece of shit. Don't do that. Don't just don't don't be like that because you're sounding like Aaron Rodgers there. What do you mean? Over Shaka. I haven't gotten over it. Haven't gotten over it, Rogers. In, in 20 years, I'll have gotten over it. But it's you, still, are you sure? You know no. you won't. <laughs> no. no, you will not. No, you're probably right. You're probably right. Um, yeah, I don't know. That, that stinks, and it hurts more because I was in school for some of that stretch. Oh so yeah. I just I'll always be a little bitter about just having to deal with one of the worst eras of Big Three Texas athletics ever while I was a UT student. But hey. They've got stuff figured out now. They're number 12 in basketball. They're number three in football. Baseball hopefully is uh, set to have a great season. And the other sports continue to dominate. The women's team is in the top five. Just be UConn. Volleyball's playing in the Sweet 16 tomorrow night. There's a, a lot to be proud of. A lot to be proud of if you're a Texas fan right now. And uh, I'd be willing to sacrifice my four years as a student to make sure that everything are, is okay. There you things go. Are okay. That's the kind of guy. What a guy that I am. All right, Buck, let's give uh, some shout outs to some of our great sponsors. We'll get to some NFL power rankings here. We also have to run down some of the top bowl games in college football. And then we'll talk some Longhorn football too. some of the top transfer portal targets for Texas. They are out there for sure. Folks, our good friends over at the Covert Country, they are fantastic. Covert located in B Caves, of course, 42 acres out there with seven brands, Buicks, GMCs, Cadillacs, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep. And, of course, Ram. Get that Sierra that's out there awaiting you for the Christmas holidays for sure. Now, they've been doing this since 1909. The Covert family selling cars, trucks, SUVs in Central Texas. They've got Covert Ford and Chevy and Hutto, of course, and Covert Lincoln and Ford in Austin. But when you get out to B Caves, as I said, they've got those seven brands out there just for you and 42 acres. And all the parking spots are filled, folks. So there's cars and trucks and SUVs that are awaiting you. All you have to do is go out there and buy. By the way, you can go right to Dan Covert himself. He'll sell you a car. He's not just roaming around there. That dude's out there selling cars himself. But there's Mike, the general manager, of course. Uh, We love all the folks out there. We love everybody out there. Stacy, the whole gang, Jerome. And want to thank them for being a part of what we've been doing for the whole year and hope to continue our partnership with them. For more information, go to CobertBCave.com. Find out about the great sales they have out there. And they have sales each and every week, and especially through this holiday season. Grab yourself one of those beautiful Jeeps out there, and nobody beats a covert deal. Not now, not ever. Not ever. It's impossible. You just can't do it. No. You just can't do it. Shout out to Covert Bee Cave, and also shout out to our man Tom McKay and Audio Visual Consultations. Hi, this is Tom McKay with Audio Visual Consultations. Scientific data proves it. Size does matter. The bigger and wider your television is, the better. Football season is here, and the time is now to get your entire audio video experience tuned up and ready. New flat screens, projection video, Dolby True HD surround, all the goodies at great prices and followed up with great service. So call us at 255-8678. That's 255-8678 or on the web at avconsultations.com. Yeah, I was uh, talking to Tom yesterday, Buck, 
And AV Consultations is going to be one of our travel partners for our trip to New Orleans as we bring you the best boots on the ground Sugar Bowl coverage that you can find in Longhorn Media. He said, hey, you guys should all stay at a nice Marriott somewhere, but make sure the buck stays at a Knight's Inn. No chance. Because those are his people. Those are not my people. The bullet holes in the walls don't work. I don't need a little bed by the windowsill for an extra kid. No. I don't want my kid hanging out near the windows of the Knights Inn any longer. I'm not a Knights Inn fan. I used to be. And then I got married to this lady that said there's not a chance in hell that she would ever go into a Knights Inn. I said, hey, you've got people who got security there. When people live underneath the stairwell, what do you want? You know what I'm saying? You got people that are there for your protection. Yeah, but your wife's not coming with you to New Orleans, so. No, No, I'm good. I'm, I'm good. I'll have everything all set up here. The generator will be working just in case we go through a freeze here for us by that time. I'm taking care of my wife, but no, not to New Orleans. No. Come on. That's no. that's why you stay at the Knights Inn because she won't be there. You said she doesn't want to stay there, but you could still stay there. You no, know, I don't. No, I don't. Stay from there. the past, get you a tranny like you liked back in the day. No, dude, I'm afraid. I'm afraid of the Knights Inn. Ever since I went there and I saw these two holes in the wall, you know, and I. And I don't want to spin the, you know, there it's it's like tissue thin walls. So I got to hear everybody banging for hours on end. No, thank you. Get your used Kleenex off the screen. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that any longer. Uh, I've got to get to the point of where I enjoy my stay. You know, we go, you know, people talk about the share. And that place is nice. Where we just were, we had accommodations on the 18th floor where we could go in. Anytime we wanted a little meal, we had a card to get in this, get into a special place there the concierge room. We had all that stuff going. That's the kind of place I need to stay. And I know I just sleep. I'm not big on paying hundreds of dollars to just sleep. I don't hang out at the hotel room. You know me, I got things to do. I'm not hanging out in that room for six hours. But when I go to sleep, you know, I always thought, man, why am I paying? I mean, I'm the guy who can sleep on a sleeping bag and just get it done with. So why would I pay $300 a night to sleep at a hotel? But Mm -hmm. now... If I'm, I, I still am kind of like that, BK, but if I travel with my wife, those days are over. Can't do it. Can't mm-hmm. do it. Can't go to Hojo's. Can't do any of that stuff. Got to stay at a nice hotel. That's just the way it is. Motel 6, they'll leave the light on for you. No, I don't care. Nope. Can't do it. Come on. Can't do that one. I can do that by myself. Dude, when I, when I recruited football at Boston College, since we were on per diem, so you got to keep the change. You know what I mean? So you stay where you sleep in your car if you want to. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I know coaches that slept in their car and went on to recruit the next day. I slept at a I slept at a place underneath the George Washington Bridge in New York when I recruited New York City. Dude, I stayed at a place where the sheets were moist. There was, I mean, I had to put you had to take the dresser drawer and put it against the door because you wanted to make sure nobody was coming in. And you could pay by the hour there. You could stay there by the hour. That's my kind of place right oh, there. Is, it was awful. Can you play? Can you pay by the five minutes? Because that's all I need. No, no, dude. They, they, they had an hourly, and mm-hmm. and the guy was the guy behind the desk was in a, like a cage. I mean, it wasn't like you had to slip it through the little the, the little door that opened up underneath. Dude oh. was behind a cage, not glass. Dude was behind a cage. I was like, where am I? <laughs> How much am I saving? This place is $12 a night. This is great. Oh, my God. Yeah, you got to keep the rest of it. That's oh, good. You the, oh, you got to keep the rest. Cash only, baby. Oh, it's the only way I travel. When I was at UT, they would try to offer me the credit card. I'm like, uh-uh. No, no. Cash only. 
I know how much I got to spend and I know how much I need to spend. So you just, and it was great. UT was great back in those days with Magabank. I never had to, I never had to deal with a credit card. It was, that's when, when you could go rent a car and you could use cash. You can't even come close to it now. They, they won't take any of your cash. At, I don't know anybody that can rent a car with cash now. I don't think any of the places. I know my enterprise, because we hire all your students, all your yeah. athletes at enterprise. But nice. I love, I'm, I'm an enterprise guy. There you go. You see those commercials all the time with enterprise yeah. hiring all those former uh, student athletes. Yeah, man. Uh, all with Kim, Mulkey's, Kim Mulkey's girls, they're all working in enterprise. <laughs> it's hard to get away with stuff nowadays, isn't it? Yeah, you can't man. pay with cash anymore, so you've got to have it tracked with the credit cards. You obviously have everything getting posted to social media. Like you, it's hard to get away with anything nowadays. It sucks. It's like you got your. I mean, if you get a bill or something, you've got to burn it. Now you used to be able to put it in the trash can, and nobody was going to deal with it. You can rip it, put it in your can. Now you can't even put it in your can. Somebody will piece it all back together, mm-hmm. stealing your shit. It's like you, you burn it. You got to burn it. Or put it, you got to have a, a deal that just tears up the paper. Yeah. And that's what I, that's what my burn pile is now. It's like all my old, it's just burn that stuff now. And you're just burning all of your old papers and credit cards and whatnot. Prophylactics, everything. You burn them all. You don't leave any evidence behind. You got Trojan man. I mean, everything has to go. <laughs> the condom woman, you got to burn the condom woman. Oh, the condom woman. <laughs> How has that lady been? I wonder what she's dressing like. I wonder if her condom has. Like a little bell on the end of it for the holiday season. That lady. <laughs> oh, that, you, that mad greeter. Yeah, I don't know what she's doing these days, but we could show you what she was doing in the past before we get to our NFL power ranking. Yeah. Call me a bitch again. <laughs> Call me a bitch again. Yeah, you guys did nothing wrong. No, you shut the up. You shut the up in here, You shut the Film me. I'm Instagram famous, bum. Shut the up. She's Instagram famous, you bum. Oh, that will never fail to make me laugh. That is so great. That so lady good. was going to somebody's place dressed like that, dressed like a Trojan. I mean, that is awful. She wasn't just going to someone's place. She was on an airplane. Like, yeah, she was airplane. And then she's going to get in an Uber and head over to grandma's house dressed like a condom. I mean, seriously, lady? I don't know if she's going to grandma's dressed like that. Unbelievable, you bum. You bum. I'm Instagram <laughs> famous, you effing bum. You're a bum. I'm Instagram famous. That, wow. that really is. That really is an all-time insult right there, calling somebody a bum. like and You're dressed like a condom, really. <laughs> that's as good as it gets. All right, Buck, let's get into our weekly NFL power rankings. We are through 13 weeks of the NFL season uh, you said you've got 10 this morning. Yeah, I'm going to the 10. I'm, I, I'm, I'm getting past five. 49ers, number one. Okay. I'm putting the Dallas Cowboys, number two. Sorry, Philly. You just got hammered. And you will get hammered again this week. What? Uh, that's right. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You've got the Cowboys as the second best team in the NFL right now. Yeah, even though Philly's already beat them once, I believe they're going to have a split. I thought they'd have a split this year. So I'll, I'll leave the Cowboys as number two after they win this week. And you're so. calling a hammering? On Sunday? Yes. Philadelphia is just reeling right now. They're struggling. They lost they're one game. Struggling with that secondary, though. This is not going to be a workman. Like, this is not this is not a business deal. This is a another assing. We've seen a few assings over the last couple of weeks. You're this could be an, an assing, assing for the Yes, for the so, Eagles. What? Like what Texas did to Oklahoma State? And what they did to 
look, my colors. I got my colors on today. What they did to the texters. They got ass too, didn't they? You're calling it four touchdown or a 50-point win for the Cowboys over Philly on Sunday night? Just three touchdowns. Oh, my God. The Cowboys come in at number two. Philly comes in at number three. Detroit, number four. Kansas City, number five. The Bills, number six. Jags, number seven. Baltimore, number eight. Rams, number nine. And I had a toss-up between your Houston Texans and the Green Bay Packers. I think I'll go with Houston. Wow. Okay, there's a lot to unpack here. Yes. Read, read me your top four again, please. 49ers, Cowboys, Philadelphia, Detroit. So you, your top four in the NFL are all NFC teams right now? Yes, yes. Wow. So you think all of those teams are better than Miami, Kansas City, Baltimore, anybody in the AFC? Yes. Wow. Okay. That's interesting. I mean, everybody just thought that the AFC was going to be the far superior conference this year, and they're yeah. deeper. There's no debate about that. The AFC is definitely deeper. There are more quality teams. Oh, you told me a team that I left out. I'm sorry. Your Texans may have to get out of there. Who'd you forget? The Dolphins. How did I forget them? You forgot the Dolphins? How can I forget the Dolphins? Uh, oh, well, where would you where would you put them if, if I had the Detroit at four? Would you put the Dolphins in front of Kansas City or still behind them at, like, number seven? Oh, man. Every, every, time, they good, every time they play a good team – the Dolphins are the one seed in the AFC right now. And you're right. They are nine and three this year. And I think they've won nine games against teams with losing records. And I think they've lost all three of their games to teams with winning records. Um, man, I don't know. I'd, I'd have Miami higher than seven. I, I think I'd have, them, I'd have them over Detroit, I think. Really? Yeah, I would. I still would probably have Kansas City as the top AFC team even though they don't have the best record in the AFC right at, now. I got them at five. I, I think all those NFC teams would beat them. I think the, the 49ers, the Cowboys, Philadelphia, I think Detroit would beat them too right I mean, now. The Chiefs, the Chiefs clearly have issues. Like, they just don't have any weapons outside of Travis. Now they lost their linebacker. I mean, yeah. they've got problems on defense again now too. And this is the first year where it's like teams are actually kind of containing Travis Kelsey. Yes. You know, in, in years past, I guess the Chiefs have had enough weapons on the outside where teams couldn't solely focus on stopping yeah. 87. But this year, I don't think anybody is scared of any Chief wide receiver. So it's like, nah, we'll literally focus all of our attention on stopping Swift, Eric Kelsey, and that'll be good. And that has been good. So, yeah, Kansas City's got issues. They're not the same team right now, obviously, as they were uh, last year when they won it all. But I, I still feel like they should be the favorites in the AFC. Maybe not the NFL right now. That should be San Francisco, and they are your Vegas favorites to win it all. So I, I don't think anybody should be arguing against the 49ers being number no. one right now because of what they just did to Philly in Philly. And what's wrong with the Cowboys? What's wrong with your Cowboys as number two? I'd probably go Dallas closer to five. Really? Yeah. I mean, I just, you know, the Cowboys, like, it's the same thing with the Dolphins. They finally beat a team with a winning record last week. Although Seattle now is 500, but the Cowboys didn't look that good in doing so. No, they I mean, did they, not. They gave up a crap ton of points to Geno Smith. They couldn't cover DK Metcalf. I mean, the Cowboys offense looked great, and Dak is playing at an MVP level right now. So that's good. But no, I mean, the Cowboys for me, like, and they're going to be tested a lot over these I, I just think they have games. that. I have that where they'll play five really good games on defense, and then they'll play one just crappy game that it doesn't cost them. They just look bad. You know what I'm saying? Somebody yeah. scores a bunch of touchdowns. from. But right now, offensively, 
there's nobody holding them back. They're just they're, everybody's having trouble stopping Dallas. Right. And we'll you see know, with Philly. Uh, you're right. Philly secondary has uh, oh. struggled a little bit. They had to bring in Shaquille Leonard uh, at linebacker to try. Yeah, to I help thought that would there. be a split, and I thought that would be a split for the year anyway between Dallas and the, and I said that before the season started. You're right. I also picked. I also picked the Cowboys and Miami to play in the Super Bowl, and I didn't even have Miami in the top ten teams. So, yeah, I'd, I'd probably go San Francisco one, Philadelphia two, Kansas City three, Baltimore four, Dallas five. You're buying, still buying into the Baltimore thing, and Miami six. Okay, D- Detroit seven. You think the Texans at 10 is just giving them too much credit, even in front of a team like Green Bay? Yeah, I, I'd, I'd put the Texans over the Packers. Now, I I okay. like, I wonder what the Texans will look like without Tank Dell because he has been wow. so huge for them. And the Texans' offense did not look great no, once they Tank Dell got hurt. Now, they did enough, obviously, to win that game against Denver, but it was really the Texans' defense just stepping up, making huge plays in the second half to hold on. The offense kind of sputtered a little bit with that. What they are finding is their running game between those two running backs right now a little bit better. It's getting better. It's it's still not where I think uh, Texans fans want it to be. Uh, they are getting a little healthier on the offensive line, which is good because they've been super banged up up front all season long. Um, I, I would put the Texans right now in the top ten, probably okay. at number ten, probably okay. exactly where you have them. But uh, yeah, we'll just we'll see without Tank Dell. Like Nico Collins was incredible. He's got to be great week in and week out. Yes, they need somebody does. else. They need like John Mechie. You know, it's uh, first year back from the leukemia diagnosis. It's basically his rookie season, uh, but he seems like he's 100% healthy. And he was a second round pick, and the Texans had high hopes. They traded up to get that dude in the second round in the 2022 NFL draft. Yeah, he is. They don't up. have that. They don't have that combo. You know, that combo's not going together quite as well as I thought maybe it could be. And I think they're still building those two right now. They'll yeah. be better by the end of the season, by playoff time and stuff, if they make the playoffs. They'll be a lot better, those two. But right now, he's still trying to find him. Yeah. Tank Dell just gets open. That guy's just good. Yeah, he's he's been awesome this year. 47 catches, 709 yards, seven receiving oh, yeah. touchdowns, which leads the Texans. Uh, yeah, Nico Collins has been a stud all season long. Noah Brown's obviously had a good year. Uh, but the Texans, yeah, they will need another wide receiver to step up in Tank Dell's absence, and I still can't believe – that play call of course it's easy to say now after he broke his fibula but you're really gonna use tank dell as a lead blocker near the goal line with the run up the middle you're gonna put him in that mass of bodies come on slowick you should do that oh by the way i haven't given sark the credit he deserves on the fake bring in a fat guy touchdown again oh yeah you haven't talked about that this talked about that what are those suckers doing that they played against that's typical. Way to go, Gundy. Way to fall for that. Come now on. Now I got to see that play for the next five years now. Now it's never going away. Well, I don't think we'll see it in the playoff because the teams that Texas will play are too good. Are like better Sark. than Oklahoma State or smarter Sark, Sark than Sark knew group. early. I mean, Texas had a lead early in that game, and I think it was already 14 to nothing or 14 to seven. But Texas had already scored two offensive touchdowns before they ran that play. I think Sark kind of realized that I can do whatever I want against this defense and they're not yeah. going to be able to stop me. Yeah. I'm playing as this stupid bunch. I can do anything. And then I can keep that wonderful play alive for the next two years. Yeah. Hey, two touchdowns off that play. Please put that, put that thing in the archives. Now see it. No, don't even bring that out in the sec. 
SEC teams aren't going to fall for that. Only Gundy's ass would fall for that. Now they got uh, two Cowboys with that, right? They ran the oh. play to Byron Murphy against Wyoming. Yeah. And then they ran the uh, play to Tavondre Sweat against Oklahoma State. So anybody named Cowboys, I guess there are no SEC teams with the Cowboys no. nickname. No, they're not going to fall for that. What about the Heisman pose by Tavondre Sweat? You didn't like seeing that? I did like that. He should be at the Heisman. Yeah, he should be. And that would have been awesome. If he, Sorry, uh, Bo Nix, you could have stayed home. You can't beat – you can't beat – you get played a team twice, you can't beat them. Mm. That's why yeah. he's not there. His numbers are fantastic. Well, he's there. He's there. We like, I mean, he's there, I mean, but he's not going to win. Right. I mean, we, we, like, we like his stats. You know, we, we love his, his percentage, his passing percentages. Incredible, remarkable. He yeah. just couldn't be Washington. He had two shots at it during the course of a year. Couldn't get it done. Yep. Yeah, I don't think Devondre Sweat should have won the Heisman, but I, I do think they he should have He needs to be there him. eating with those dudes. Yeah. Showing you guys how to eat and have and party. Oh, well, there would have been no food left for anybody else <laughs> if T. Sweat was there. Um, I, I think, like, and, and sorry if this is everyone gets a trophy shit for me, and I try to avoid being that guy. But I think the best defensive player in college football should be a Heisman finalist every year. Some years they should win it. And Domikatsu should have won that in 2009. Oh, yeah. I still have nightmares. And I think Colt McCoy still has nightmares of that guy from the Big 12 title game. Thankfully, Texas won. But, uh, dude, that guy that guy was the best player in the country. So, I'm not saying, like, ah, every couple of years you got to throw a bone to a defensive player and let him win the Heisman. But, no, like, he, this award, award has turned way too much into a quarterback award. Sure. I know Marvin Harrison Jr. is there this year as a wide receiver, but the other three finalists are quarterbacks. To me, like, if you're the best defensive player in the sport, which you could make a strong case that Devondre Sweat is this year, you should uh, at least get the recognition of being invited to that ceremony. Yeah, Hutchinson a couple of years, two years ago, should have been a part of just going. Yeah. Just just go. Not They don't have to win it. Was He, he might have been there. Was he there? I don't know if he was there. I can't I, remember. I, I was thinking that guy should deserve to be there that year. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah I don't yeah. think he made that trip. Okay. Yeah. I There's only two quarterbacks. And you then got they put the, a third quarterback just for the hell of it. What year was that? Last, that was two years ago. Two years ago. Yeah. I'm going to do a quick Google search here while we're looking that up. I mean, they've got the Bednarik Award, which goes to the best defensive sure. player in the country. Uh, yeah. Hutchinson was there. It was he Bryce was Young. Okay. It was Bryce Young, uh, Hutchinson. Tiny hands, Kenny Pickett. Oh, what a group that was! And C.J. Stroud was the uh, was the other guy. Okay, so, so Hutchinson uh, did. Yeah, good. I'm glad that makes me feel better. I didn't think he made it to the yeah, to New York. That, that was the year Bryce Young got it. But yeah, no, it would have been great for for T. Sweat to get there. But he's had a great season. He's still up for a lot of the uh, national awards. And hey, maybe that's extra motivation for him. You know, True. try to try to send a message like, no, nah, I should have been there. I should have been one of those four or five Heisman finalists. You guys messed up. Now I'm going to take it out on Michael Penix Jr. in Washington on January 1st. Texas has beaten it. You took it out on you took it. You people took it out on Florida State. You're right. mad. Hey, sorry about that. You got boned. That's they for get, sure. They got <laughs> sorry boned. about that. Now Ron DeSantis is trying to help you out. Really? Big Ron DeSantis. What is he? Think about Bobby Bowden. They never cheated at Florida State. Yeah. I was ne- oh my goodness. Never. Well, what are you accusing Florida State of doing here, Buck? Nothing. Nothing. They were used to be the king of the cheaters. Mm. Yeah. They were they were the best at shoes and coins and real estate. They were the absolute best at it. 
Well, we got to punish SMU for that one, don't we? Yeah, they take it out. Take it out on them. <laughs> they, do, they do cars and bank accounts. Those are the rules. All right, let's uh, before we talk some transfer portal news because there are some nuggets to get into involving this Texas football team. Let's give some shout outs to some sponsors. How about our good friends at Relax the Back, Jason and the guys over at Relax the Back, embracing that holistic approach for a healthier lifestyle. And my back couldn't be healthier. Their motto: Live Wellness. And right now, folks. Get over there and check out those zero-gravity recliners that they have, of course, and those tempur of course, mattresses and pillows. They got it. Human-scale office chairs. Uh, they have all the accessories that you're looking for that are going to make your neck and your upper torso feel fantastic. For me, it's my thoracic back, and for some, it's lumbar chairs. You need a chair for that lumbar to really help out that lower back. And, folks, you can get that and relax the back. I did. They've got two great stores, the Hill Country Gallery across from Whole Foods and in Austin, of course, at the Gateway Shopping Center across from the container store, live pain-free just like the buck at Relax the Back. And I was emailing Jason yesterday. 20% off select office chairs right now. Love it. Free pillow top and memory foam upgrades on select zero-gravity recliners. Perfect gift for the holidays for yourself, oh, yeah. for your loved ones, whatever. Go see our friends at Relax the Back. And also, maybe today, go see our friends at 7-Eleven. Oh, Yeah. That's the stuff right there. Get you a Slurpee today. I might give me a Slurpee today. Been too long. I don't really care what the weather is outside. I don't care if it's a little chilly. It's it's Slurpee time in Texas. There you go. Yep. Shout out to our guy, Ashish. Also, shout out to Wendy, who is uh, running the Slaughter and Mopac 7-Eleven. Nice. Yeah, good job. I'm going to give Wendy some love as well, but uh, all of our friends at 7-Eleven, they – are big-time supporters of Texas Sports Unfiltered. They listen every day, and they're bringing the goods all the time with the Slurpees, with the Big Gulps, with the coffee, with the, the Olipop. The Olipops, the pizza, the little Debbie snacks, the beer. Oh. God. I need to look place. into owning a 7-Eleven. I got it. <laughs> although, if I owned one, there would be nothing on the shelves because I'd eat and drink everything. All the products. You'd be walking by with a cart and just going like this, taking off shelves of little Debbies. It'd be, it'd be a disaster, man. But we love our friends at 7-Eleven. I'll be picking up my paper today. It's Wednesday. You, you say that every day. How many papers do you get? Dude, I try to get one every time. And when I go in, I try to get one. But sometimes someone takes my paper. They try to leave me with the Dallas Morning News. I don't want that piece of crap. Give me the Austin American Statesman. Give me the news that's three days old. That's what I want. What did Evan Grant do to you? Not a thing. He's not helping me out down here in Austin. That's for being sure. <laughs> oh, man. Double D says, what flavor Slurpee? You got a uh, Slurpee preference? I'm buck? a cherry Slurpee guy. 100% cherry? 100%, yes. Wow. Always I'm, cherry Slurpees. I'm pretty basic with the Slurpee. I go like 90%. Cola. I go 90% Coke. Really? With the cherry on top. 10% cherry. That's it. Wow. That's all I need right there. They've got all the great flavors. And I went through a Dr. Pepper Slurpee kick for a while, but... Coke and a little cherry. Man. That's all you, that's all you need on that deal. It's as I'm, simple as that. I am good with cherry. Yeah. Oh, now, my pop, I'm trying them all now. I got I got to get the taste for all of them. Get that grape taste out. Because the grape, you get, you get, once you get hung on the grape Olipop, you want to stay there. That's it's almost like, that's it. That's it. You don't really need to take anything else. But you really need to try them all. Well, that's one of the uh, botanicals that they put in Olipop. There's uh, uh, there's actually crack in there. That's why it's so addictive. Oh, I see. Like the old Coca-Cola. That's the why cocaine. you keep it. 
That's why you keep coming back right there. And our guy engaging life moment says there's no Olipop at 7-Eleven. There's not Olipop at every 7-Eleven, but they have it at the 7-Eleven that we go to. They go to, hey, and at my H-E-B, they have it right there. In B Cave, they've got the Olipop, and they've got the entertainment system with Olipop right there, which I like. It's going to show you all the flavors and show you all the ingredients. they got a big board to show you all the great ingredients in their Olipop. Absolutely. Which you need to see for sure. Absolutely. All right. Less sugar. Less sugar. Yep. Yeah. Less calories. It's good for you. It tastes great. It's the perfect soda. And they yeah, my wife giving me the you have too much sugar in your system. I'm like, you mean in my britches or my system? She goes, You got too much sugar. And I'm like, What? What does that mean? Diabetes? Really? Is that what that means? What does too much sugar in your britches mean? I don't know. Show me those two guys dancing in the booth again, and I'll, I'll let you know. <laughs> Is that a compliment? Is that an insult? Like, I've never no, heard that before. Just it's Go ahead, the two dancers. Let the two dancers do their dance. You want to see Brando and Tillman? See, every day you're like, don't ever show me those guys again. And then you say, well, I want to see those guys today. Because they're grown men that should stop. Oh, that's the oh. wrong one. Oh, yeah, she's a beauty. Do you think she'll be wearing a Washington jersey at the Sugar Bowl on January 1st? Of course. If she's a plant, the NFL plants her, maybe the NCAA will plant her to make it look Why like there's not? a bunch of UW fans in NOLA. Oh, man. Here's, here's the jabroni. Dude, you need to stop. <laughs> you two need to stop it. I know it's the video. But stop. How did that ever get to your mind? You two. Really? It's it's gross, man. I, I don't job even know. There. To... Job there sooner, guy. Sooner, guy. Oh, Tillman. Yep. Oh, yeah. Former OU football player. Damn good oh. one, too. Oh, man. All right, Buck. How about some transfer portal stuff for oh, Texas? Yeah. Of course, we're all focused on the college football playoff, but you can't not be thinking about recruiting right now because that's what the Texas coaches are doing. They are on the road doing some recruiting because, well, the early national signing day is just a couple of weeks away. So it's a busy time for everybody affiliated with Texas football. The players are obviously preparing. Uh, They're also working on final exams in school. The coaches are recruiting high school kids, transfer portal kids, and they're coming up with a game plan. There's a lot going on throughout the month of December. The coaches are headed to these high school semifinals. That's where they're headed. Yep, you've got the uh, high school state championship still going on. What, next weekend is when the finals are? Uh, This week is the semifinals. Next week, I think, is the finals, yeah. Very good. A lot of those games will be played at AT AT&T Stadium up in Arlington, which is exciting. Westlake is headed to NRG to play North Shore this week. That sucks. Hell of a year for Westlake. Again, again. It's a big accomplishment to make it to the state semifinal in 6A in Texas. But like uh, year in a row, I just look, I, I'm not going to sit here and act like I know a lot about this year's North shore team, but I assume they look like the last few years. North yeah, shore. They teams. look the same. Cause that quarterback's been the same since he was a freshman. He still has another year after this, I believe. Yeah. They're always awesome down there in the Houston area. So good luck to Westlake. There are any other central Texas teams still playing? There's gotta be right. I think that's it. Okay. I'll, I'll do some research on that. If anybody knows, let us know. We want to give some love to, to all of those kids but uh yeah the transfer portal happening right now 
And our guy Jordan Scruggs, who is now a great part of Texas Sports Unfiltered. He's on with Jeff Howe. It's only an hour every weekday from 11 to noon. He put together a good piece over at Horns 24-7. And he mentioned a couple of names that Texas could be interested in that uh, are in the portal right now. And how about an edge rusher, Buck? Like, Baron Sorrell could come back. I think he will come back. Justice Finkley will be back. Ethan Burke, speaking of Westlake, he'll be back sure. for this team. Colton Vosick, speaking of Westlake, will be back for this team. Um, but you can never have too many edge rushers. And you would think with Tavondre Sweat leaving after this year and Byron Murphy potentially leaving, now Murph can come back, and oh my God, we would love for him to come back. I, can, and, I see him coming back and, and becoming All-American. Yeah. Up, you know? Yeah, that'd be awesome. I mean, he could do what Tavondre Sweat did, right? Like, Tavondre could have left after last season. Sure. He decided to come back for his senior year, and boom, now he's one of the best defensive players in the nation. And he he could be a first-round pick. We'll see. Uh, he's an interior defensive lineman. Those guys don't always go in the first round. But, man, if, if T. Sweat can uh, show up and show out at the combine, I think he's going to lose some weight, too. Like, I, I think he's a little big for NFL teams like yeah, his right now. 360s, he's a big one. Yeah, but he he said he could get down to 340 pretty easily. So I think I think by the time we get to the combine, obviously after the playoff is over, uh, you'll see a slimmed down version sure. of T Sweat because he knows that's going to make him a little bit more money in the NFL. Um, but yeah, look, T Sweat, him being gone, like you're going to need edge rushers, you always do. But the interior D line could be a little bit worse, so you definitely need some guys on the outside to pick up some of the slack. There is a redshirt sophomore edge rusher from UTSA. Jeff Trailers bunch who uh, has just entered the transfer portal and his name is Trey Moore. And this dude had a hell of a year. These numbers all come from this season. Sometimes when you talk transfer portal guys, you're like, Oh, here's what he's done over the course of his career. No, this is what Trey Moore did in uh, 2023, 14 sacks, 17 and a half TFLs, 45 tackles, four pass deflections, a forced fumble, and an interception as an edge rusher at UTSA. Who look, That's not a Power 5 school, but they they played in the American this year, like in a oh, new how, conference. How big is he? Is he a 6'3", 6'4", kid? 6'3", 2'35. So not the biggest guy in the world, but production is production, man. And this well, guy's yeah, got- and plus if he wants to – I mean, he can put on 10, 15 pounds, you know, in the offseason if, if you want it. You want to have a big one in the SEC because the 235 is 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 the deal moving on to that kind of competition, you know? Yeah. That's the problem. He's got to be 245. I mean, 245, almost 250, I got to believe. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe uh, if he does come to Texas. He oh, he needs, would put the weight on. Yeah, if they want him to put the weight on. But, sure. shit, if he can put up numbers those that numbers? are half, half as good as those. Stay at the same weight, dude. Whatever. Whatever you were doing this year, do that again just on the 40 acres next year. Uh, He's got two years of eligibility left. There you go. And according to Jordan Scruggs, Texas is his favorite school right now. Now, Texas has not offered or anything just yet. We'll see if the Longhorns do offer. I would think that they will because good edge rushers don't come around in the portal very often. Not not natural guys like that. It sounds like he's just a natural for where his position is. No, and those guys get paid too. Yes. You're gonna need a little NIL money if you're trying to get a big time transfer portal edge rusher. Like quarterbacks get paid the most. It's kind of like the NFL, right? Like right. 
quarterbacks get paid the most in the NFL. They also get ma- uh, paid the most in the portal. So I gotta believe those important. kids make about two million dollars. The really good kids in the NIL deals in the portal. Yeah, what was it? Uh, Matt Rule at Nebraska so came out a couple of weeks million. ago. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, if you want to get a, a quarterback from the portal, you got to pay like a million, one point five at least. So yeah, we know QBs get paid the most. That's that's how it should work. Uh, but edge rushers like the NFL, like they're they're the second most. So, um, yeah, NIL will probably play a big role sure. in the recruitment of Trey Moore. But man, that's the fact that that kid is interested in going into the cap program where he starts at UTSA and then transfers into Texas. You know that like the non-football players do. That could be a big time get for the Longhorns if uh, if they can work something out. I mean, how many Aggies are bailing? Some of those kids that that were these top recruits, I mean, are they bailing like they did? Last year, they bailed out of there. This year, are they sticking? No, they're bailing bailing out of there. How about this comment? The only reason my rival team is players in the portal is because they have a toxic culture. Yeah, that's how it works. Whenever OU has a player or A&M has a player that hits the portal, it's because the culture is bad there. We know how it works. That's how it goes. Um, they, They add to the bad culture. That's what they do. Yeah, well, Walter Nolan, the former number one recruit in the country, who was a part of that historically great A&M recruiting class, <laughs> uh, he's in the portal right now. Defensive lineman, more of an interior guy. It's okay. so I, ha- I haven't seen where – oh, shit, I'd, I'd love to have that guy. Are you kidding me? I haven't seen where he's interested in or who's interested in him. I'm sure everybody's interested in him, but I don't know about any finalists about that. But he's gone – uh, Evan Stewart, I don't think, is officially in the portal, but the five-star wide receiver is expected to enter the portal. Maybe I'm not up to date. Maybe he already is in the portal, and uh, I just don't know about it yet. But, yeah, no, they're they're losing guys in College okay. Station. And, look, that, that happens after 7-5, and five, but more so that happens after a coaching change. Sure. And A&M will help itself a little bit because they're bringing in Mike Elko who's got some familiarity with the players, some of the players in that locker room, because he was obviously – He'll be able to keep some of those defensive guys. He'll be able to keep some of them, but um, not all of them. No. And, like, yeah, Walter Nolan was not coached by Mike Elko ever in College Station because Elko had taken the Duke job that same offseason where Nolan came in. So, yeah, A&M, they're going to have some attrition for sure. You're already starting to see it, and I'm sure we'll see um, a little bit more of it too. So, Trey Moore, a name to watch out for, and then – you know, speaking of guys from inside the state of Texas, maybe transferring to Texas, the Longhorns will definitely be in the market for a wide receiver, if not two wide receivers. We touched on this a little bit yesterday, right, Buck? Like, Xavier Worthy's going to be gone. Yeah. Adonai Mitchell's going to be gone. Um, Jordan Whittington has to be gone. Like, those are your top three wide receivers right now, and none of them will be back in 2024, you would think. So, Texas has recruited well. They've got Ryan Wingo coming in, who's a five-star top 10 player in the country. Jontae Cook was a five-star last year. DeAndre Moore, what, like they've got bodies, but I still feel like Texas is going to look for some experience in the uh, – Any the of those kids from Houston leaving now that their coach will be gone? I mean – Yeah, Matthew Golden is a name to look out for. Okay. Um, he was a high four-star recruit, and one of the highest-rated recruits the University of Houston ever had. Uh, I think he's in the portal. He's in the mix. And then a kid from Texas Tech, your Mark U. Duran Bradley is his name. He's got Duran, a couple Duran. Years. Not Duran Duran. No, I don't think uh, he's saying okay. Rio. I don't think he's a part of that deal. I don't know if he's dating anyone named Rio either. I got to check that one out. But uh, 6'5", 215. 
Look for some size on the outside. This guy has it, and he's going to get a few offers. He started the last couple of years at Texas Tech. Pull up his numbers here real quick. 744 yards and six touchdowns in 2022. Had 431 yards and four touchdowns here in 2023. So a little bit of a step back statistics-wise. Tech obviously had a few injuries at quarterback this year. They took a big step back as a team. The Big 12 didn't run through Lubbock. Uh, Meat judging is the only thing that runs through Lubbock these days, I think. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, Duran Bradley, another name to look out for. He apparently is interested in Texas, and there could be some mutual interest there as the Longhorns look for receiver help. Oh, for sure. They're going to have to find somebody in the portal. They're going to have to find an older player, at least one, you know, that's going to be – and he's got to be a good player. can't be just some dude. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's got to have a year like that. Even that kid at Texas Tech when he played had a nice year. I mean, they need they, – they're going to need that. I, I don't know if Texas has guys that can just jump right in there and have 700, 800 yards in a season. I think they're just going to – you know, Cook is a guy that was still working his way in there. They just had too many wide receivers. Yeah, I mean, that room was filled. Yeah, it's one of the best receiver rooms in the country sure. right now. And Sark doesn't rotate receivers, right? You see a lot of yeah. different positions at Texas rotate, but Sark just – he trusts his top guys. And, yeah, we didn't see a ton of Jonte Cook this year. We didn't see any Isaiah Naor this year. Who? Yeah, exactly. You go back to the offseason and we're thinking, ah, oh, those guys could be two key pieces for this offense. Well, those guys barely played, and – uh, it worked out, obviously. I mean, Texas is in the college football playoff, and uh, those dudes put up some great years on the outside. But, uh, yeah, uh, we'll see. We'll see. Texas has some guys on the roster who I think have some talent, but I think Sark's going to look for some sure things on the outside. By the you way, you may see more of Nayor after a year after a surgery. You know what I mean? Maybe. I, I, I wouldn't be stunned if he hits the portal, honestly. Like, I don't have any insider info on that, but I mean, how could the kid not be considering it? Like, he, he came to Texas. He was a thousand yard receiver at Wyoming. He, he got came to hurt. Texas thinking, I mean, they, yeah, he came here thinking he was going to play. Like at some point, he was hurt last year. He obviously couldn't play last year. That's not Texas's fault. But I assume he thought he was going to play this year. And he so didn't did play I. at all. Yeah. So it's like, I hope he stays. Of course, I hope he stays. And I hope he does play next year. And I hope he's really good. But if he's considering going elsewhere, you know, to get to actually play instead of sitting on the sideline for. Where's his home? Game. Is he a? Is he a? He's a Texas native, right? Yeah, I think he's a Metroplex cat. Yeah, I don't know. You're not. And so is Duran Bradley, by the way, the tech guy. He's a Metroplex okay. guy. Apparently, um, other schools that are reported interested in him: OU, UCLA, USC, and Louisville. He ain't going to Louisville. He's, he's a receiver. No, hell no. Did you see who's throwing to you? That guy who's scared. <laughs> the guy who's horrified to play the position. Yeah, I think that guy's gone. I think Jack the Hack Plumber is uh, leaving Louisville. Yeah, that's his, that's his. He's done. They just brought in a transfer. Who did they just get yesterday? Louisville just brought in. Oh, oh, Tyler Shuck. Speaking of Texas Tech. What? Go back and hang oh, out with his, with his boy, oh. Tyler Shuck. Yeah. And that guy's going to play quarterback at Louisville. Oh, boy. That means for every one that leaves Tech quarterback, they need three. So, you know that place. Yeah. Yeah. What a mess. That's uh, where quarterbacks go to get hurt. Kind of, I'm kind of sad we won't get to play Tech again because I, I, I would have enjoyed putting another whooping on them next year for the next God, few years. Look up just a, they got ass so bad in that game. Uh, 57 wasn't that thing could have been 77 it should have been 77 so guy jake says it's time to get a job yeah i think uh, i think tyler shuck is 24 
<laughs> right now. I'm not exaggerating. Like he's 24 years old and he's got another year of eligibility because everybody has another year of eligibility in college sports these days. Um, it's just insane. But yeah, maybe uh, it's time to go pro in something other than sports. Maybe Jordan Whittington has another shot at it then. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't be surprised uh, if he doesn't have another year. Who? Who? Whittington? Jordan Whittington, yes. I think he's done. Like, I, I, Look, I'd love for him to have another year. I think this coaching staff would love for him to have another year. But I, I don't think Jay Witt can come back, okay. unfortunately. So we'll see. I, 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 am, uh, I do wonder if he'll get drafted. He'll get an invite to camp. Oh, for sure. Maybe, maybe a late day three draft pick. Um, we'll see. I mean, he's such a great teammate, but you know, that doesn't give you a roster spot in the NFL. No. So uh, we'll see what happens. Obviously, we're, we're rooting for the best. And, yeah, everything runs through Shreveport. Texas Tech will be playing Cal in the uh, Independence Bowl on the first day. Yeah, hey, there you go. There's two teams. Perfect. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Westlake actually plays North Shore at Pflugerville. It's not in NRG, but – Oh, it's here. Okay. And also, uh, there are a couple of other teams that are still alive. Wimberley. Okay, Wimberley, always alive. And then Liberty Hill. There's two teams that are always around. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, thank you all for mentioning those. I'm not fact-checking those. I I trust Scott and Glenn – uh, that I'm sure they're right. So good luck. We're rooting for you. Clearly, we're, lo- we're locked into y'all's playoff runs right now. Clearly, clearly. But uh, they start putting games on TV this week or is it next week? I know the state title games are all on TV. Do they put the semis on at all? No, I, last week was on. I mean, I think Westlake was on last week, the Westlake uh, Lake Travis game. Might actually go to that Westlake game this weekend if it's, you know, Pflugerville at the P field. Is that the P-Field? Yes. Yeah. Don't call it the P-Field. It's the P-Field. Okay? Yes, they were there. That's where Lake Travis played last week. Yeah. Against Westlake. Yes. Yeah. All right. I do want to uh, run down some of the most intriguing bowl matchups here in a moment. Uh, but before Start we do that. Game in Shreveport. I love that one. Uh, that's not the worst bowl game of the year. I, I, we can also not run the worst down. Bowl trip. It's not the worst bowl trip in America either. That's... There's another one. Why do you hate Memphis so much? Because I hated the Liberty Bowl. It was, a wor- it was there for Christmas. I was there on Christmas, and they had an ice storm. I was expecting to go. Oh. And this is when the place called Beale Street was just – it was brand kind of brand new. Oh, man. Everybody's version of 6th Street, you know. Yeah, oh, I've been to Beale a time or two. I love that place. Beale Street was horrible. Everything was – the places weren't opened up, and we had an ice storm, and we were there for a week at Christmas. Oh. We had to do, you know, we had to be, we were, we had, the, the buses were sliding all over the place and we played, that's when I was at Boston College and we played, we played Notre Dame. Nice. Played Notre Dame. Mark Bavaro was the tight end. That's how far back that was. Bad year for Notre Dame if they got stuck playing in the Liberty Bowl. Oh yeah, they got stuck there. They had fires. You could see people had starting fires in the stands. It was so cold. Mm-hmm. I thought we were going to Memphis. You know, and we're going to be in the great weather. I also played in a cotton ball with Doug Flutie the year Doug Flutie won the Heisman Trophy. And we came to Dallas thinking leaving Boston in December was going to be special, you know, to play in that, to, to play in the cotton ball. Dude, it was like 45 degrees, 40 degrees in Dallas area. And the people in Boston were in short sleeves thinking they were like, oh my God, we're in Miami. Yeah. It was so cold in Boston leaving. That was one of the great trips. The best trip, 
still to this day to me will always be the Sun Bowl. I had the greatest time. They treated fan- – I know if you would think that – because I've been to Tostitos Bowl. I've been to all those bowls in, in Florida, you know. But the Sun Bowl, the most courteous folks of all of the bowl trips. That was one of the great bowl trips. I've been in the Sun Bowl twice, once with Texas and once with University of Illinois. I came to Texas right after the Sun Bowl yeah. when we were at Illinois. And then, of course, Texas played Mac Brown's North Carolina Tar Heels and whipped the crap out of them. Yeah, Patrice Holm being the MVP. Uh, it was it, – it's just – I don't know. You could go – like my family went to Riodosa skiing. That's how close we were. So El Paso is your favorite bowl trip, huh? El Paso, they did a great job. They did a great job with the families there. I'm cool with El Paso. I had a good day there. A good day? And that I was it? You out of there? Well, you remember I took that Greyhound bus trip. Oh, that's right. You took yeah, that trip. Good yeah. people in El Paso. Yeah, I had a great time, man. I mean, I took uh, I lost a bet with Trey at the old place, and I had to go Greyhound bus to and from El Paso in the same weekend. It was 14 hours each way. And I had the option of, you know, do I either get there and then get right back on the bus and go back, or do I spend like 12 hours in El Paso and then take the bus back to Austin. And I did that. And I'm glad I did. I had a great the bus, day. The bus is fun. I mean, I've taken the bus from Boston to Pennsylvania. But I'll tell you what, it started to get bad because I we'd stop at Port Authority in New York. We stopped like 12 times to get to Pennsylvania. And then people are letting me, hey, can you hold my baby? I got to go take a crap. Can you hold the baby and stuff like that? I'm like, really? This lady left me with her baby one time. But she wanted to use the bathroom. She was like mid-bus. You know what I mean? Yeah, because you never want to sit back there near the toilet. I mean, that was the nonstop deal there. No. So she let I had to hold this lady's baby while she went to the bathroom. I mean, not the baby in the seat. Here, sir, can you hold the baby? I've got to go. Uh, no, Margarita, I don't want to hold the baby, but I did. Margarita? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maria, something. I don't know. I held the baby. Oh, I oh, mean, she she was Hispanic, so you're. Oh, is that, is that what I'm saying? It Dude, sure seems that way. I, I don't know any, uh, you know, white or black margaritas. I'd be I mean, wrong. It was, it was, I've been on that bus to, to Port Authority in New York. And it was unbelievable. Even worse was the time that I hitchhiked from Boston to Pennsylvania. And it took me, I must've walked because I was in that direction. I just kept walking. Instead of just leaving my thumb out, I was walking. I must've walked 25 miles. I was so cramped up. Nobody picked me up. My ex-wife, who was my girlfriend back in college, of course, I didn't have a credit card at that time. She had to call for me to stay at a hotel. So I stayed and then got up and thumbed the rest away. By the time I got to Pennsylvania, it was time to turn around and come back. Oh, it was one of those off weekends for football. What? Yes, it was awful. I had some bad experiences going from, from Boston to Pennsylvania. I, I got in a car accident and had came back in a wheelchair. It was awful. What? Yes, I came back. I was... I was in, it was, I think it was my junior year. I, I went and I was with my friends going up to Lehigh to some frat party and we got in a car accident. The car flipped over and that was, that was the flip over of the three guys in the car. One guy had on bikini underwear. I had a pair of underwear that said Homer the Whopper on them. And the other guy had no underwear on. And we're sitting in the emergency room and there's glass and everybody's here. And that's when I, I think that's when my back stuff started because my back was against the door when we hit a telephone pole. We slid like, 400 feet and slammed into a pole. That's because we left Lehigh University at a frat party. And I think my friend put the gas on and never braked 
all for about 12 miles, just gas. Mm. And the car flipped over. Was Steve Sarkeesian your friend? Oh, oh, well, we were all in that condition for sure. That was oh, oh, I, was, I, didn't, I didn't mean it like that. I meant all gas, no brakes. It was all gas. Yeah, we were that was that was I was saved by somebody very special upstairs because that was that was a death. When I saw what the car looked like, you know, and as yeah. as, as the cop said, it was good things you you guys had a few or a few yeah. bottles or whatever, because you weren't supposed to come out of that one. Everybody was okay. Everybody ended up okay. And especially in the emergency room when I told you a pair of underwear that said home of the whopper. On. One guy had a thong on and one, one guy, guy on, home of the whopper. The other guy didn't have any underwear. It was oh. great. <laughs> great. Great. Oh, great. Man. Yeah. I don't remember that story. That is bizarre. So that yeah. happened one time and then you walked it one time. Yeah. I walked, and then I came back and I, so I got back to Boston college after being in the hospital and I was picked, I was in a wheelchair. God. I mean, yeah. it was awful. You've been so alive was, a long time, dude. Dude, that was kind of the end of players going home on weekends. I ruined that for everybody. Hmm. Nicely done. Can you uh, tell us about the time you had an affair with Susan B. Anthony, please? Uh, <laughs> come on. <laughs> <laughs> that was well, she's after your time. I can't remember. She was just a little before my time. That's just, just a slight, just slightly before now. Betsy Ross, yes, for there sure. You go. And the, what about Vanessa? Did, who'd you dance with? Vanessa Williams? Vanessa Williams. Dance yeah, with Vanessa asked Williams. about that. Where was that? That was at the um that was in Memphis. That was the Liberty Bowl. There you go. She was a she was a Liberty Bowl queen. I think she was a Playboy. She was a the Playboy centerfold or whatever. And my wife said that I said, I think I'll ask Vanessa Williams to dance. She goes, You will not. That was when my wife flew and she was like nine months pregnant yeah. and and so i went to i said i'll ask her to dance and she said yes i was grinding all up on her and i was i said hell yeah if i'm gonna ask yes sir and i did and that was the same time when we left that event that i i held my wife's hand and she fell on her ass when she was nine months pregnant oh. and she was a jelly belly then too it was whoo and you can see that. That was my that was my son AJ. You can see that thing that that son shaking there when she hit the ground. She never, she never held my hand again. Oh, she the said, same night gonna... you danced with Vanessa Williams. You were cheating on your wife on the dance floor, and you dropped her ass. She I and she blamed it, it was me holding her hand. I'm like, what do you mean? I just grabbed your hand like I normally do. You went down because you were carrying a load there. And never you... held, and never held my hand again after that. That, that was. Maybe the beginning of the end then, huh? Probably. Yeah. Were you dancing like this? Sort of. Sort of. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, you're Brando oh, and Vanessa. I got a Photoshop, a picture of your face on Brando and Vanessa Williams <laughs> on Tillman. Oh, gosh. She was, she was a beauty. Oh, she was man. a beautiful beauty. Yes, she was. I think she got, what was she, Miss America? They took her, they took her crown because she... Posed in Playboy. Is that the deal? I think it was I think, Playboy. No, I think it was PEDs. I think she got popped for uh, steroids, and that's why she got DQ. No, no. She got DQ because she posed uh, naked. I don't remember that. That's a little before my time. It now. was before your time. Yes, it was. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, bowl games. Um, start with the best bowl games. Okay. Like, look. I know the game we care about the most, but 
the Sugar Bowl is not the best bowl game. I think the Sugar Bowl is the second best bowl game. But the best bowl game is the Rose Bowl, the other semifinal between Michigan and Alabama, right? Like we all we all agree, like that's that's as good as it gets. Two teams that feel very evenly matched. The line in that game is closer than the spread in the Texas Washington game. You've got two of the most winningest programs ever. You've got, you know, Nick Saban trying to keep the dynasty rolling in Tuscaloosa. You've got Jim Harbaugh trying to win his first at Michigan. You've just got so much history and tradition and pageantry with these two teams and these two programs like this. This is as good as it gets. That's the best game we have in bowl season, right? Yes. Yeah. So that's, that's number one. And I think, look, I mean, every year you could say the two playoff games are one, two, but this year it does feel like the two best bowl games are the two college football playoff games. Uh, Texas and Washington, obviously really good. We know the history and what Texas brings to the table. Obviously the Longhorns first trip to the college football playoff. You get the Alamo Bowl rematch storyline, which is great. Wow. Um, should be should be a ton of fun. Two really good quarterbacks, two head coaches who are. I mean, th- these are maybe the two. I don't want to say the two best offensive minds in the sport because I'll still give that honor to Lincoln Riley, even though USC just completely fell apart. And Lincoln yeah, Riley's defense. Yeah, Lincoln Riley is a head coach. Some questions about that, of course. But as an offensive mind, like he's he's still probably the best, but. I think Steve Sarkeesian and Kalen DeBoer are two of the top five offensive minds in college football. Uh, and it, God, like you'll see a lot of what Texas does in Washington. I mean, a For lot sure. of snap motion, a lot of, you know, mis, uh, misdirection, uh, just stuff built to confuse defenses. And there's a lot of scheming of guys open that Washington does. They do a great sure. job of it. They've got a ton of talent too, but Kalen DeBoer is a fantastic offensive head coach. So, yeah, a lot of storylines there, and that's why people expect this game to be a little bit of a shootout. Um, I guess number three, is it the Orange Bowl, even though Georgia's a 14-point favorite against Florida State just because you've got the FSU getting snubbed storyline? Like, I feel like a ton of people will be watching that game just to see if Florida State, with a backup quarterback, can run with the two-time defending national champs. I just don't know about that young quarterback playing against that Georgia defense. I mean, it's not the same Georgia defense that it was two years ago, but they're still pretty doggone good. And and they've got a you know they got a veteran quarterback with some good receivers and a great tight end and a nice running scheme. Um, but Florida State looked like a professional team the other night playing against Louisville. Professional I mean, defense, not a professional yeah. offense. No, professional defense. I mean, that defense looked like a bunch of pros playing on it. The cornerbacks looked great. The linebackers could run. The outside rushers were, were too much to handle. I, yeah. I, don't know. I, I still I still think Florida State will be okay in that game. I really just, do. I think it's a good game. I just I think it kind of depends on how much Georgia wants to be there, to be perfectly honest with you. Yeah, um, they may, well, I mean, you're winning two national championships in a row. You're playing – you're playing for used to playing for bigger things. That group that's there right now, some have won national, some have won back-to-back national championships. You know, they some of them are probably just bored right now. Yeah, I mean, they they fell all the way from number one to number six. They're the first team ever to fall from number one to outside of the playoff over conference championship weekend. Uh, they just lost the wrong game, honestly. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's just the the other number ones had played a better schedule. Their schedule was hump in the beginning. It really, really was nothing to write home about. And they weren't playing They weren't playing their best football at the end. 
I think they're a top four team in the country, but you know, yeah, I, I do too. I didn't, I didn't want to give them much credit after they lost Alabama, the way they lost Alabama, they had been struggling, but they yeah. survived. It was almost you're Georgia. Why are you just surviving? You're supposed to be beating teams. You're supposed to be in this playoff period. Well, they had a few blowout wins. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they couldn't put Georgia in. They just couldn't. There was no space for them, right? Like, you obviously had to have Michigan in there. You obviously had to have Washington in there. You couldn't put Georgia in over Alabama. No. And you couldn't put Alabama in over Texas. Like, if Alabama had one loss, but they hadn't beaten Bama, then you might have had Bama and Georgia both in, and Texas sure. could have been left out. But there was just – there was no space for Georgia. So Yeah, next year, if it's like that, Georgia – both all the teams will be in. Yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely, 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 definitely. Uh, yeah, does Georgia care? Do they have a bunch of opt-outs? Are they like, no, we want to prove to the committee that we still are a top-four team even though they left us out? Or are they just like like what you were talking about? They, they're used to playing in bigger games. They're just not really going to give a shit about – Yeah, but if, if Florida yeah. State plays that defense that they play and you're not interested in Georgia, they will turn the ball over and over. They'll, they'll make you turn it over if you're not interested. I mean – They hit hard. They run fast. Florida State scored 16 on Louisville, and they scored, what, 22 on Florida? Like, if Georgia's defense even half tries, yes, what's Florida State going to score offensively? They'll be like Iowa. They'll have all Zero? that defense, and they won't be able to do anything. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. Even if Georgia doesn't really care, I still think they win that game. But it's intriguing. People will be watching. I'll That's be watching. a lot of points, though, isn't it? Yeah, 14, 14 and a half, something like that. Because I, I do expect Florida State to turn them over at some point where the quarterback drops back and one of those madmen come out from the outside and strips the ball yep. and they get great field position. I'm expecting one of those to happen at least. Yeah, I'm with you. I think number four for me is my first non-New Year's Six Bowl. I'm very intrigued by the Alamo Bowl this year. Now, I'm very grateful that Texas is not a part of the Alamo Bowl. Oh, why do you don't want to be a part of that? You don't want to be a part of that deal? God, no. Never again. Please. But it's Oklahoma versus Arizona. It's a good game. Like, it, it's probably your best non-New Year's Six Bowl, but I think it's better than some of the New Year's Six games. Two top 15 teams. Uh, Oklahoma fans thought they were snubbed for a spot in the New Year's Six. They damn near made it, but they didn't. Uh, and Arizona's been one of the best teams in college football as of late. They've won six games in a row. I like Arizona in that game because I'm not – I'm figuring that without their quarterback at Oklahoma, that guy is, you know. Yeah, well, that's your storyline right there. Like Jackson yeah. Arnold will start for OU, and I was texting my buddy Tanner, who watches all the time, big OU fan, and I was like, hey, is OU going to go after any quarterback in the portal or – are they just going to roll it with uh, Jackson Arnold, who's a five-star recruit? And they're like, no, yes. Jackson Arnold's the dude. So this this is it. Like, he obviously played uh, a couple of times this year when Dylan Gabriel got hurt. I was not but, that impressed. Well, he's the future of uh, OU football. And this it's is great you know, for us. Yeah, well, we'll see. I mean, he's got he's going to have, like, a bunch of practices between now and that game on December 28th. He'll get better over that. He'll obviously have the full offseason and uh, a new offensive coordinator there in Norman. Um, I think Jackson Arnold has a chance to be a really, really special player. This will be sort of our, our, the national um, audience's first look at him. Yes. So, you know, he's going to have to replace a bunch of other guys on that roster, obviously, after this year. That's how it works. But you'll get to see what Jackson Arnold maybe brings to the table and uh, how he's going to fare next year. But Arizona's good. 
Arizona's good this year. They're nine and three. Once again, six straight wins, and they beat some good teams down the stretch. So I like that one. I, uh, I like that game. The Cotton Bowl. Thank God Texas is not in this one. I think uh, we talked about this on Monday. If the Longhorns were left out of the CFP, this is where they'd be playing, and they'd be playing Mizzou in Arlington, and that would have been the letdown of all letdowns. Wow. Uh, it's, it's Mizzou and Ohio State right now. Speaking of not having your quarterback, I get yeah. Kyle McCord because he's already in the portal, will not be there for Ohio State. And I guess their wide receiver by the time the Heisman comes is not playing in that game. Right. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick Mizzou in that one. I don't yeah, know what the uh, line yeah. is. Ohio State's just gonna have a bunch of opt-outs. I think Mizzou and Eli Drinkwitz is going to care a lot about that. By the way, happy early sure. Hanukkah to Eli Drinkwitz. Yeah, they're gonna care. They're they'll care, BK. Yeah, they'll care a lot about that one. A chance to get to eleven wins, a chance to win a New Year's six bowl, say you beat Ohio sure. State. Uh yeah, I like Mizzou there. And then the other well, there's two other New Year's six bowls. You've got Ole Miss versus Penn State in the Peach Bowl. Does this do anything for you? Don't care. This is the type of game that James Franklin wins, and it's going to be like a top 10 win. So it's going to help out his stats against top 10 opponents. And he's gonna, if, they're going to declare that he's going to say, I need an extension. Yeah, I mean, it's a game that just doesn't mean shit. And Lane Kiffin sucks in bowl games. Like I, I, I don't think he cares. Maybe he will more this year because it's a – New Year's six, but he usually just does not care at all, and his teams look lethargic. So this feels like a Penn State win, and James Franklin's going to be telling everybody that, no, nah, things are fine. Look, we won 11 games, and we beat Ole Miss in a New Year's six. We got rid of our offensive coordinator. We got rid of that dude that was at Texas at one time. He's gone. Yeah. We're, keeping in- Manny. We're keeping Manny, though. Yeah. You know who they brought in to be their new offensive coordinator? Who's the dude now? Andy Kotelnecki from Kansas. Andy Turtlenecky? No, not Turtlenecky. And yeah, they brought in. Oh, no, Kansas that's right. Was... They brought the can. Yeah, they want to do some different things. They want to get. They want to have. They they want to have some variety in their offense a little bit. The other guys was stale. That guy was was the other dude with term Tom Herman. At one Yur- time, was that yeah Yursich? Yeah, Yursich, right? Yeah, he was here for Herman's last year. Dude, he did nothing offensively at Penn State. No. You know, because they had those running backs. All they did was turn around and hand it off. Yeah. And then they've got the young quarterback that's there. Yeah. Kotelnecki. Man, that's a great hire. I'm I'm sad as a Jayhawk fan that uh, Kotelnecki's gone. He figured it was a matter of time before he'd get poached because the job that he's done with Jalen Daniels, also with Jason Bean. Kansas had a backup quarterback play most of the season, and they won eight games. Like, Kotelnecki is a really, really good offensive mind, and that's a good move by well, by Penn State. What we're not seeing, BK, when we talk about these games and we're just talking about these coaches, not a lot of changeover in coaches. Jimbo, of course, but there's not – I mean, is it still early for teams to say you're done? Not really. If they're making it to bowl games, not many of those dudes are getting fired. Talking I, about head coaches? Yeah. I'm wondering if Mac is going to call it, you know, no. career. After no, he already, he already said he's coming back next year. Coming back? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think how many openings are still out there. I mean – I think There's Jeff no- Trailers staying at UTSA at this point. Houston hired Willie Fritz from Tulane, so I guess they've got an opening now. Um, obviously, the Aggies made a change. Um, yeah, Jeff Trailers staying because he's there's no place to go. Right. Yeah, Houston fumbled the bag on that deal. I, I think Willie Fritz is a very good head coach. It's a solid hire for Houston, but Jeff Trailer made so much sense there. 
Isn't and, Willie Fritz an older dude? He's a little older cat, I believe. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Um, it's an upgrade over Dana. I love Dana the person, but Willie Fritz is a better coach, and he's, he's done, done a great, a great job. job at Tulane, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's built up programs everywhere he's been. So I think Houston is going to be more relevant uh, moving forward. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why I'm drawing a blank. There has to be some other openings in college football right now, and my, my brain is not working. Uh, the other New Year's Six Bowl, <laughs> Oregon against Liberty. How about that for Oregon, right? Like, they're nine-and-a-half-point favorites in the Pac-12 title game. Yes. They win that. They're in the playoff. They win that. Bo Nix wins the Heisman. Yes. And instead, they lose. Bo Nix is a Heisman finalist, but he's probably not winning it. No. Oregon is obviously not in the college football playoff. They don't win the Pac-12. And their reward is they have to play Liberty in the Fiesta Bowl. That's a no-win situation for them. Those games suck, dude. Because if you win, nobody cares. That's right. Congrats. You beat Liberty. Good yeah. job. You're really bragging about that. And if you lose, it's like the most embarrassing shit of all time. You lost to Liberty? Yeah, I'm going Car insurance? I'm going 5,000 unit play immediately on that game. Let me see. Later, Liberty. Oh, you're not going Liberty, 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 Liberty? No, no, no. I'm going Oregon. That's right. I'm going Eugene all the way there. I'm going with Lemu, Emu, and Doug. No, 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 no. You're not going Liberty, Liberty, Liberty. Oh, There's yeah. No, no, Oregon is going to want to be there in this one. This Oregon is, is a 16-point favorite. Sorry to cut you off there, Buck. Yeah, that's good. That's not fine. enough. That's not enough. Okay. Okay. Where's this game being played at? What dome? Fiesta Bowl. So Glendale. Glendale. Yep. Been there, done that. Had pneumonia there. Yeah. Uh, I had two trips. To... I had two bowl trips that I had pneumonia. Who were you hooking up with at the time? No, I don't know. It was during the course. It was getting to be a long season, and I got. I I never had the flu. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Good for you. I never had the flu. I never had, had never had the COVID, but I had pneumonia twice. I had it one down once in Tampa at a bowl trip. And I think that's when Boston College played played Georgia and uh, won. And then I had it. Uh, I had it at the Fiesta Bowl when Texas played Penn State. That and I sucks. said, Ricky, you'll feel all right after that next hit. It'll bring you back. You'll yeah. know where the plays are. Now you're blaming that on pneumonia, huh? Yeah, I had pneumonia this. twice. That sucked. Bucky, up the units. This is your break-even play. Yeah, you're down uh, 32,000 units right now. Are you going to put 32,000 units on Oregon? Nah, that's, no, there's some other ones. Anybody playing Tech sounds like I should be going against Tech. You're betting they on don't want to be. Do you know how disappointed Tech is being in Shreveport? Losing yeah. in, in Shreveport at we the had- Riverboat? We had a guy earlier. I wish I pulled this comment up. Oh, here he is, Jose. I'll be at the game in Shreveport with a sign that says the Independence Bowl runs through Lubbock with all my Longhorns gear. Oh, my God. That is fantastic. I think I've been in Shreveport twice, not for a bowl game. I think I I I drove from someplace to get to Texas through that place. Never really found that as being a very interesting area. No, it's not. By the way, we are going to do a bull pick'em contest. Very nice here, here at Texas Sports Unfiltered. So we'll have some details. I'm going to set that up later today, and then we'll announce it on social media, and obviously announce it on all of the shows. It'll be free to enter, and uh, we'll, we'll find some prizes for y'all. You know how we do. 
Yeah, we must be coming close to 7,000 subscribers, too. We must be getting, we must be on our way here. We're, we're getting there, man. Yeah, we're man. There. Maybe we'll do something for 7,000. We sure as hell are going to do something huge for 10,000. Nice. So uh, tell your friends and enemies, the quicker we get there, the quicker y'all will have a chance to win some awesome, awesome prizes. A randomizer will take effect. The randomizer will absolutely be in effect for that one. But uh, yeah, free bowl pick em contest coming up. All of the TSU hosts will be a part of it. And uh, all of you guys, more importantly, will be a part of it. And if you would, if you're watching on YouTube, hit the like button this morning. It helps our channel continue to grow. We really do appreciate the uh, continued love and support. All right, before we uh, maybe talk about some of the worst bowl games, and I've got to tell you about this TJ Hushman Zada story, man. This shit gotta have it. Was he on a plane? Wild. No, no planes involved here. But uh, it, it's kind of scary. What's going on with the former Bengals Pro Bowl wide receiver? Uh, it is it is wild. Like, it's TMZ-level stuff. Yeah, that dude is wild. You know, once he changed his name, he got kind of out there. No, he didn't change his name. You're thinking of Chad Ochocinco. No, no, no. Didn't TJ change his name? No. It, was he originally somebody else? Was he Roy Rogers or something like that? No? Oh, I, I don't know. I thought he was always... Oh, that's right. Yeah, it was the other dude, his other Cincinnati bingo buddy there. Is he uh, Rio Don? Rio Don. I got the Rio Don ball right next to me over here. There you go. Keeping that for sure. Dr. Greg Eckert, folks, he's absolutely the very very best. His all-star group of professionals do everything from general dentistry to the most advanced work. With Dr. Eckert, I had my teeth restored in just two visits. Got these lovely veneers. See that coloring right there? These are babies. My choppers, I love them. I want to thank Dr. Eckert for it. Six years with these teeth. Find out if you're a candidate for dental implants or veneers by giving him a call today at 512-345-3166. So doing a lot of dental implants, which will give you a smile in just one day. He's the very, very best. No doubt about it. And folks, if you've got dental insurance, let's go. Let's start using it or you're going to lose it coming towards the end. If we, if we get to the end of December, we're getting to January. Sorry. Going to have a new plan, going to have a new dental plan, and going to have to start all over. Now, Dr. Ecker will be taking on new patients. He'd love to help you out. Now they're doing teeth extractions, teeth cleaning, teeth whitening, the whole works. And, folks, Dr. Ecker will surely help you if you got if you need IV sedation because you are afraid to go to the dentist. There's a lot of folks out there. The reason they don't go, no, they keep switching appointments. They're actually scared to go to the dentist. Grown-ups. Grown, I'm not talking little kids. I'm talking babies. Talk about grown folks. Come on. I was, that, I was that way. I was afraid of the dentist. Not any longer because they'll give you IV sedation. Even if you need a cleaning, even if you need to have some of the minor stuff done, he will do that for you because he wants you to get your dental health taken care of. And as I said, they're taking on new patients for the new year. Over 1,500 cases of restoring teeth, 28 years of business in the Central Texas area. 512-345-3166. He's our dentist. Should be your dentist also. And even if you don't need dental work, he'll give you IV sedation. Nah, I'm kidding. That's way, hey, that's a good way to get a little rest. Yeah, I'm telling you, I got to go in there. Just knock me out for a little bit, Doc. Let's just sleep for two hours. I got to ask him about that if I could go take a snooze. Oh, man. Instead of going to the night's in, just go to Doc, sit in a chair, and have them knock you out and let you sleep for two, oh. three hours. Just like Ooh. that. Just wow. like that. Shout out to Doc U. We love him. Shout out to Altstad Beer as well. We love them. The best beer that you could find all throughout the state of Texas. The most authentic German beer drinking experience you can find in the state of Texas. How about this, Buck? A German beer so good, even a Jew will tell you about them. 
No. Yeah, that's me with Allstat beer. You like Loving that? it, huh? Yeah. Loving that oh. German beer. The lager, the Kolsch, those are the two flagship Altstadt beers. Gold medal award winners at the Great American Beer Festival. Also, the Altstadt Light. If you're looking to sacrifice on calories but not on flavor, uh, they've got it with Altstadt Light. Pick it up. They've got six packs at HEB, Specs, Twin Liquor, Total Wine. Wherever you go, you can find Altstadt beer. And, of course, at your favorite bars and restaurants throughout Austin and DFW and Houston and San Antonio, wherever you are, make sure you're asking Hey, bartenders, waitresses, waiters, servers, whoever for Altstadt beer. It's liquid gold, man. No impurities, no regrets. And if you're speaking, seeking specialized patient orthopedic care, folks, contact Texas Orthopedics. Their physicians offer, of course, surgical and non-surgical orthopedic care for children and adults, spinal care, sports medicine, trauma care, joint replacement, rheumatology. Dr. Christopher Denny, I coached at the University of Texas, and Christopher Stockton, which I did not coach, are dedicated orthopedic surgeons, and their goal is to get you right back into good health and that great quality of life that you deserve. Now, my guy, my doctor, Dr. Trey, needs to talk to Dr. Danny for sure. He's having some hip problems from doing those, playing sand volleyball or building castles in the sand with his little bucket. He must have twisted himself around in the sand dunes. I, I guess he did it playing sand volleyball. I don't I wouldn't tell anybody that's how it happened, but I think that's exactly how it happens. Of course, as I said, their goal is to get you back in good health and that great quality of life. Texas Orthopedics is the largest independent orthopedic practice in the state of Texas. For more information, go to TXOrtho.com. Yes, indeed. Shout out to Cabo Bob's as well. We're going to be giving away a $150 Cabo Bob's gift certificate tomorrow. Very nice. That's right. All you got to do is be tuned in tomorrow on either YouTube or on our free Texas Sports Unfiltered app, and you will have a chance to win that $150 catering gift certificate from our friends at Cabo Bob's. Shout out to our friends at Coda as well. I got my Coda hat on. Hit Very us up nice. on the Coda text line, 512-222-9328. Okay, uh, here's what's going on with TJ Hushmanzada. Buck, you remember TJ Hoosh as a player? Dude, he had that long, pretty hair, that flowing locks for a semi-brother, I believe, yes. Long, pretty hair, yeah. Pro bowler back in 2007, had some great years with the Cincinnati Bengals, former seventh-round pick out of Oregon State, and uh, played in the league for more than a decade. Oh, yeah. Made a ton out of himself. Well, here's this story from TMZ. TJ Hushmanzada has himself a stalker, Buck. And it's not just your run-of-the-mill stalker. We've got some next-level obsession going on right here. TJ Hushmanzada says a woman is so obsessed with him, she changed her last name to Hushmanzada in an effort to get closer to him. Wow. And now he wants a court date to try to file a restraining order. <clears throat> Man. That was a great that dude sound. dude must have delivered the goods to her, and she hadn't so. forgot about that. Yeah, so a temporary restraining order has been filed in Los Angeles. TJ Hushmanzada is claiming that a 53-year-old woman named Annette Marie Hushmanzada, because that is her legal last name now because she changed it, has been making life miserable for him and his family since at least 2015. Marie Osmond? No, not not Marie Osmond. Hushmanzada, okay. Annette Marie Hushmanzada. Annette Marie, okay. Yep. In the docs, the ex-Bengals wideout say, say that, um, says that Annette used to go by Annette Selkirk, but she legally changed her surname to Hushmanzada 
after developing a bizarre and extreme obsession with him and his family. He said he originally had a restraining order placed in 2015, but it expired in 2019, and she still continued to harass him and still continues to harass him. So here's what this woman has been doing. She's been posing as the mother of his kids online, like acting like he's like she's uh, he's God dang. Acting like, thank you. God bless it. Uh, also making contact with his wife. And she's been sending harassing mail and personal items to his home. TJ also says that he once received a letter from Annette in which she stated she had, quote, several bullets inscribed with the names of each member of the Hushmanzada family, end quote. Deal about that is get to her before she gets to you. Yes, that would be my deal. Kill her? Get to her before she gets to you. That's, how do you, how I'm, do you I'm do just, that? that and I'm not saying... I'll just say that if I got threatening stuff like that, I'm going to then turn this thing around. This, this is going the other way in a hurry. Are you, I'm allowed, not, to, I'm, I'm are you allowed to kill her? Um, can you, can you claim like self-defense in that instance? Somehow, some way, if she's got bullets with my kids' names on them, guess what? Yeah. I'm this, this is not, this is not going to work out in her favor. Yeah. I guess that counts as a threat, right? So maybe there is some justification there to uh, respond. But yeah, this that is sounds wild. Like a real threat if you got names on bullets. Names on bullets. Yeah, she didn't send the bullets, but she wrote in a letter that she had names of each member of the Hushmanzada family. So maybe TJ, maybe his actual wife, maybe the kids. It sounds like everybody. No, once that my is- kids got involved, that that ends all conversations of. What's right? What's wrong? Do you have the authority to do that? I'll be on court TV if I have to for that. Yeah, I mean, that is absolutely insane right there. And uh, a judge, needless to say, sided with TJ Hushmanzada here, uh, asking the woman to stay at least 500 yards from him and his family, as well as asking her to stop using his last name to try to gain access to personal affairs. Wow. So 500 yards, that, that doesn't feel like enough we got rifles that'll go that far don't they telling you yeah no that that woman is no she's going to be seeking some specialized care for sure yeah i uh i don't know if texas orthopedics can help that one no that's 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 not that's not that's not good this is documentary level stuff right here like i kind of want to watch this on netflix you know i'm just wondering if if he delivered the mail to her at some time in his life what do you mean this this sounds like a crazed woman that you know yeah he may have hushman zotted her i don't know what that means what is that you know he may have delivered the the mail or something or package or something. I don't think he was a mailman. He was an NFL player. I'm not <laughs> not quite sure what you're talking about here, Buck. What are you saying? Well, you're taking her to the end zone. Ah, okay. So she also plays football. Shouldn't have to. Just mm. met in the end zone or the 50 yard line or something. Okay. A little strawberry wine or something like yeah, that. That's just a little over the that's way over the top. That's dude. way over the dude. Who's that's commitment right there? She changed her last name to that. Instead of, you know, it's not an easy name to pronounce or spell. Like, now her legal last name is Hushmanzada. She's got to spell that out every time she signs something or types something. Yeah, there are people with mental health issues. Some people are just crazy. It sounds like maybe she's just crazy. 
Yeah, maybe it's a combination of both, but uh, dude, that's you should be you should be arrested there. TJ, who's who's your mama? Who's Mazzilli? <laughs> yeah, that dude. That I, I'd have a hard time. I'd be sleeping with one eye open. That would yeah. definitely be the night's in right there. Oh I man, mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't get any. I wouldn't get any rest till I know she wasn't around. I feel like I've had some stalkers in my time, but I've never had anything close to that I've shit. Had, I've had a few, but I. I don't. I don't know. Somebody that took me off of Twitter for a long, long time. You remember when I just disappeared from Twitter? People remember I just disappeared. I had somebody that had him saying information that I'm like, How do you, what do you mean? You, you, don't, you don't know me. And that's when I said, that's it for Twitter. They really? I mean, I knew you took like a five year hiatus from Twitter. I didn't realize it was because of that. Yeah, that's what happened. I never got and I didn't. I just got back on and I'm very seldom on it because I don't like people saying things. I don't. It's way too personal that people that's not a nice social media place any longer. Right. Or Twitter or whatever the shit it's oh, called. It's never been a nice one, man. That place oh, no. is a cesspool. It's a disaster. And people and there's so many there is so much positive information that you could get from it, you know? Yeah, but now on Twitter, there ain't much of that. There ain't much no, and then I'm not on, on face ch- I'm not on face chat or snapback or pause phase or any of that other stuff. Who? Just, pause phase? Yeah, is that a new one? I don't know what that is. Pause? Is that a dog? <laughs> I'm not on in it. I'm not on, on Facebook. I've never been on <laughs> Facebook. I can't keep up with old friends. That's why I have to go to reunions and meet people in porta potties. I mean, I spend the night in airports. At, you know, that's a good thing. Del- by Delta. Yep. If I didn't have this uh, this job and work in this industry, I don't think I would have much social media. Would you? I think would I'd, you, I'd, you, I'd have you, Facebook. I think because that's what tells me when people's birthdays are and so, when they die and things like that. Yeah. 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 I mean, uh, yeah, it's just random news and life updates, but really it's for birthdays. Like I check Facebook once a day. Uh, I should post more of our content on there. I need to start doing more of that to be perfectly honest with you, but I literally check it to see if any of my friends have birthdays or any family members have birthdays. There you like, go. Yeah. That's not I up know, on the refrigerator. No, I know. I know my close family, like my immediate family, my sisters sure. and my parents. But I like aunts and uncles and cousins and stuff. Like I don't, I don't know that they don't know mine. I don't know theirs either. That's well. That's why I'm the oldest in the family, and I have sisters that let me know that stuff when when birthdays are and everything else. And then I, of course, my wife lets me know when my grandkids and my daughters and sons when they have their birth. I, I mean, there's only a few of them that I know. I don't, I don't keep account of the birthday deal. You know, for me. After 10, you don't need to be having any more birthdays. You don't need to have birthday parties. After 10? Yes. What about when you turn like 18 or 21? No, man. Black people don't have parties after after they turn 10. That's done. You don't Come have on. like little you don't have like little parties when you're 12. You're saying you're saying black people don't have 21st birthdays? They have 21st birthdays. That's okay, a big I one. Like, I, I've been to 21st birthdays of they don't have parties. They go do stuff, but they don't have like 14, when you're 14, you have, you know, like every year kids have like birthday parties and yeah. some adults have birthday parties. No, after about 12 and then have your 21st and then you can stop. If you're married by then, you and your wife have a nice night with your kids or something, but you don't need to have a birthday party every year of your life. I know people that have parties every, oh, it's my birthday. So yeah. what are we doing? Oh, we're having a party for them. He's 31. He just <laughs> hit 30. So you're going to have one when he's 31 and 32. That doesn't it's just a birthday. When a, do they just become birthdays for you? A, after 21, after 30 for you. I don't know. Like I would after, say 30. 
I've kind of stopped caring after 21. Like it's just more and more depressing the further and further <laughs> away I get from 21, to be honest with you. I think um, I got, you know, in a couple of years, I'll hit 70. I think that's a, I guess. Yeah, I think the yeah. decades are worth celebrating, right? Like, yeah, I, I guess. Yes. It's a big deal, man. Like I, I know people hate getting older and well, I don't hate, mind. You don't have any choice. You did. Yeah. They hate some of the stuff that goes along with getting older, but I'm grateful for it, man. Like not everybody gets the privilege of getting to get older, you know, right. like, that's, that's the way I look at it. So sure. I'll complain. And like, I'm like everybody else, but at the end of the day, man, it's, it's really cool that I am getting the opportunity to get older because not everybody gets it. So, yeah. I, and I'm not one of those people that say, well, I don't want to live to be 90. Well, hell yeah, I do. I don't live to be 190 if I could. I'm not, I'm fine with all that stuff. Ooh, I don't need to be that old. Hold well, on there's, well, there's a time when it's time to go. Yeah. And it's going to get here. It'll you know, get here. You're not be able to stop it. It's going to get there, but I don't mind. I don't mind getting older. That's just, that's, that's a part of living. That's the experience, man. That's, we're not here that long. You know, no, we're not. All these people blowing each other up and hating on each other. We're not here that long. All these people blowing each other. Blowing each other up, dude. Oh, oh, I mean, okay. we're not we're not here that long. We're not on this earth that long. Enjoy it. Yeah. Make well, a freaking difference. Really. Okay. J- Jason says girls in their 20s don't have birthdays, they have birth months. Oh, there you go. That's a real thing. That is yes. very much a real thing. Yeah, yes, I don't know. No. I'll do something. I mean, I turn 30 next year. I'll probably oh, that's a big deal. That. That's 30, 30, 30 was rocking right there because that yeah. tells you it's almost that time to find a mate. And I'm not talking about one of those grungies down on 6th Street. I'm talking about a mate. Get to I've be got, 30. I've got plenty of mates, dude. No, no, no. You got grungies. <laughs> you got grungies. They're no that's longer heifers. Like, they're now grungies. Yeah, they're grungies. You don't have a mate yet. You have you don't have a mate yet. I got plenty of mates. No, you don't. No, you've got a bunch of grungies. You're talking about a soulmate. Yes, at like any, the one, the person yeah, they call the one. Yeah, the grungies. At any given time, you can drop them. I mean, yeah. oh, you're gone. Really? What did you say? Mm. What do I need to do? Oh no, you're gone. Next yeah. grungy. <laughs> no, next grungy. Next. Yeah, soulmate. You don't go next. Soulmate is. Mm. Yep, that's the one. What do I have to do? No mates. No mate. No mates for you. Thirty will be good. Did you just say I get no tail? <laughs> no, I, I don't know. You sound like my youngest. My youngest sister thinks I have no game at all oh, because I don't take. Too. I don't take anybody home. Like I just like no. I haven't been in a serious enough relationship to like introduce somebody to my parents or sisters. And it's like you are a gamer. I got no game. You are a gamer for sure. My goodness. Grungies. I'm going to start calling them grungies to their hey, face. Grungies, come over here. It's two yeah. o'clock. Come here, grungy. Let me talk to you now. Yeah. I've been, Shoot. I've not talked to you the entire night, but it is almost closing time. Oh man. Hey, I'd like to, this might be a premature congratulations, but I, I might need to congratulate you for something that could happen later today. Okay. But before that, Shout out to SyntexTickets.com. Yes, indeed. If you're looking for tickets to the Sugar Bowl, you can get them at SyntexTickets.com. If you're looking at tickets for any Texas basketball game, SyntexTickets.com. Any sporting event all over the world. It doesn't have to be Texas. It could be Cowboys. It could be Texans. It could be Mavs. It could be Spurs. It could be Rockets, whatever. They've got tickets for sports, for concerts, for Broadway shows all year round at SyntexTickets.com. Also, shout out to Woods Comfort Systems as well. If uh, something's wrong with your heater, 
And you want to make sure you're ready to roll for when it gets really cold around these parts. December gotta, 17th when winter hits. That's when the buck says winter's going to start. You got to reach out to our friends at Woods Comfort Systems. More than 60 years, 6-0, of providing the best HVAC services in all of Central Texas. They also do plumbing as well. So if something's going on with the toilet, eh, don't mess around with that. Get it taken care of with our friends at Woods Comfort Systems. Go to their website, woodscomfortsystems.com, and reach out to them. They are dedicated to keeping you and your family comfortable in every season. Also, shout out to greatblueheronfurniture.com as well. Custom leather furniture, the best looking and the best built furniture that you can find anywhere in the world. It's right there at greatblueheronfurniture.com. Use the promo code HOOKEM, and you are going to get 15% off your purchase and if you buy some, I'll throw in a free last stand hat for you. There you go. As well. New couch, recliner, ottoman, bar stools, all the above. Spruce up your home this holiday season and get yourself and your family the perfect holiday gift with that custom piece from Great Blue Heron Furniture. And we're awfully excited uh, about going to help the folks at Blue Santa. Is that a week from that's a week from Saturday, is it not? Yeah. Yes, the 16th. Yes. Because yeah, the, the next day is winter. The next day, according to you, is winter. Oh, so that means the weather should be great at Blue Santa next Saturday. I'm hoping so, yes. We'll be out there at Delivery Out uh, Industrial Park out here out east. And, you know, they've got a couple locations. They've got some drop-off centers, too, to, to drop off those those toys for, for the kids and donations. But we're going to be out there on the 16th. We'll be walking that line. We'll do a show, and then we'll walk that line for a little bit. I don't think we need to do a two-hour show, maybe an hour show. Talk to sure. people Talk to people from Blue Santa, the – the Austin police force, talk to some of those folks, talk to the blue Santa folks and some of the folks that are willing to give. And this is central Texas is absolutely the very best. Nobody gives like central Texas. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you want to make a donation to blue Santa, please do. Uh, if you go to austinpolice.org, you'll find out if you can become a volunteer. My yeah. wife's going to be out in line. She's going out there today, that day of delivery. She's not doing anything. She can get in line and they'll tell her where she and her friends can go to, to deliver some goods out to folks that, We'll need it. You and I will be walking the line, and we're excited about doing that. Academy Sports and Outdoors is going to do some special things for us, and plenty of folks that uh, sponsor our show will also be giving on that day, too. I know the Coverts are going to do something special, and we're excited about that. I know, of course, Tito's and Tito Beverage will always do something when it comes to to, to giving. They're, they're magnificent. They'll be there that day, too, so I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to doing that with you. You and I did that a couple years ago. Yep. I've been doing it for a lot of years out there. And it is fun. One of my favorite events in Austin every year. Oh, yeah. And I'm excited to be back living here for a million different reasons. But that's one of them, man. It's a really, really cool thing. Uh, Operation Blue Santa. And it's cool that we uh, get to be a tiny, tiny part of it. And we hope to see a ton of you out yes. there next Saturday. Well, we'll be handing out. We'll be giving you all right. some stuff. We'll be giving out some stuff. We'll have our koozies with us. Kids, people for your cold drinks too now. Yeah, kids, when you're drinking your Altstadt beer, make sure you have a koozie. <laughs> Keep your hands warm in the wintertime. That's you know right. Those things uh, work, man. We'll have hats. We'll have all kinds of stuff out there next week. Yes, we will. Yes, we will. All right, the congrats for you before we uh, hand things off okay. to Chaos Theory. It looks like your New York Yankees are about to acquire one of the best Shohei Otani. Not Shohei Otani. What? But a guy who's pretty damn good. Little he, Jeter? No, who's Little Jeter? He's got daughters. None of them are playing oh, pro okay. baseball. How about Juan Soto, Buck? That's going to cost a lot of money. 
Well, it's a trade. He's not a free agent. Oh, it, good. He'll be a free agent the following year. It'd be a trade with the uh, San Diego dads. And, yeah, it'll it'll cost some prospects for sure. I mean, the Yankees are going to have to send a lot back to San Diego to make this thing happen. But, dude, Juan Soto is one of the best oh, players yeah. in all of baseball. Yes, he's he young. Yeah, he's going to cost a shit ton of money. Um, but, what did he do for the Padres this year? How did they do in the playoffs? Uh, they did not participate in the playoffs. Oh. Neither did your Yankees. What are you talking about here? Are you sure the Yankees didn't play in the playoffs pretty, at all? I'm pretty sure they okay. could have gotten worked by the Rangers too if they wanted to, but uh, they didn't. Juan Soto this past year hit 275, 35 homers, 109 RBIs. He is one of the best players in all of baseball. Great defensive players. Well, he's got one of the best eyes in the game. Had a 930 OPS this year. He's a stud. He's a stud. And it it sucks because I hate the Yankees, but it's good for you because who's that going would be for the Yankees? That other guy, that guy's always up limping and lame, and who's been there forever? Um, Who Judge? No, that guy's a stud. Oh, Stan, you talking about Giancarlo? Giancarlo, stay a while. You know what I mean? That guy. That's one always of the worst hurt. nicknames I've ever heard. That guy's always hurt. Yeah. I've never seen a guy who pulls more hamstrings than that dude. It feels like at least twice a year. Yes. Stanton is headed to the IL for There's always a wrist injury. Team. There's a wrist or a hammy. That's yeah. what it is. It is, it is. And you guys got Verdugo from the Red Sox. Don't that? made a trade. The Yankees and Red Sox made a trade overnight. Anytime you can steal one from the Red Sox, that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. So there you go. We'll uh, we'll see if that trade gets finalized. Maybe Wags and Rodney will talk about it. If it does get finalized. Some show we'll talk about it, and you and I can get into it more tomorrow. There you go. Still trying to figure out where Shohei is going to end up, but we know where these guys are ending up. It's time for a little chaos hey, theory. You know Shohei's not ending up in B-more. He's not going to become an Oreo. <laughs> no. That's for sure. We don't do that, Buck. We sell, remember? We grow them and sell them. Where That's the hell would you want to live in Baltimore anywhere? Yeah, y'all get, uh, y'all's get poached. It's a drinking town with a sports problem. That's what Baltimore is. <laughs> How oh you guys doing this morning, man? Great show as always, man. Thanks for kicking us off. Appreciate you guys. You guys are looking good this morning. Shit, I'm always looking good, Buck. I'm just trying to follow your lead. Hey, Wags. Wags, let me ask you this, Aunt Rodney. Rodney, what is it that these people that have to have a birthday party every time they have a birthday – when does that stuff stop? I told you. After you hit 10, you can become 21 if you make it that far. It's you like become so, 21, but you don't I, have parties. You don't I've have got, a. I've got so many friends, Buck, and it's like, you know, I'll talk to them and it's like, I'm not working tomorrow. I'm like, why not? Because it's my birthday. I'm like, <laughs> so what? You're, <laughs> yeah, turning, I mean, what? you're turning 37. Yes, yeah, I mean, 33. Oh, I got to go to fucking work. A big birthday I mean, party. I'm like, what? Yeah. Yeah. The no. only time my birthday felt special again is when I found out that the guy that started this whole damn fiasco was the day right after mine. And I was like, oh, shit, Pisces Brothers, man. Let's go, dude. There you that go. Legitimately, the only reason why I got excited for my birthday again is because you know, I BK family did a birthday guy. party for him when he was 9, 10, 11, 12. He celebrates every year, though. He's the one that still has game. All of us have, you know, we're washed up and married and everything. So he gets to go out and celebrate. Hey, it's my birthday. Yeah. Want to give me a BJ for my birthday? Yeah, yeah now, yeah. now that's a good deal. But I know, I know you guys were talking about whoever posted there. I do see a lot of people where it's like, it's my birthday month. And it's like, oh, you know, it, start, it yeah. starts on the first of the month and their birthday is like on the 28th. 
and it's well, like it's my birthday month. We're gonna you know celebrate that every product, day. That's product of the of the eighth place trophy system, uh, Rodney. That's Whoa, what that is. We're gonna stretch no, but, out the birthdays, huh? The, the thing is, I mean, it, it would be one thing. I could totally get this if it was the younger people, but I mean, I see people doing this in their fifties and and forties, and I'm like, um, just okay. get old, will you? Just get old. I mean, yeah, shit happens. Just get old and die, buddy. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. You're you're going. It's going. It ain't going uphill. It's going downhill. Just get it over with. But don't. Yeah, hey, man. Hey, at least you hadn't shit yourself yet. Nope, not going to. My guy, that's what I'm talking about. You should. It's wrong. It's no, fun. It's, it's, not, it's, it. it's probably an awful thing. It's probably an awful feeling. I I I, I it's told not you fun. when my it's son, not comfortable when my son I'll when I was, we were living in Boston and my son was. My wife would change him on the changing table right beside my bed, and my face was pointed that way, and that dude hit a squirt, hit me right in the forehead, and slid down my forehead while I was sleeping. All I did was take the pillowcase, wipe it off, and go back to sleep. <laughs> I hope I hope you wash the sheets and the pillowcase before the next night. Oh, later, yeah, we did that later, but I was trying to get some sleep. I didn't have to go in and coach that morning. She just shoved the fucking pillowcase. His ass was at my head, and I'm laying in the bed. I all of a sudden this thing hits me, uh, hits me right in the forehead, and it goes down. I take the kibble pillowcase, do that, flip it over, go right back to sleep. Did she myself right there? Did she have wipes? Dude, I've done this twice. I've been shit on. My kid did it in my head. I took dog shit out of my backyard, and I was gonna, I was gonna flip it into the green belt. And when I went to flip, it flipped and hit me in the forehead, stuck on the side of my forehead. Well, and I'll tell you the other one. I am a shithead. That's exactly what I am. The other one that that, that I would deal with 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 my girls is when they were little, for whatever reason, we'd go on trips and they were like, uh, whatever the deal. And and they would like start puking. And I mean, a bunch of different times that we were in in strange places, you know, just like like one of those tourist shops or whatever. Start puking, and I would just like fucking catch it with with my hands. It's like you try to catch everything that you can, and then you're walking through there trying to find you you know the bathroom. And it's like where's over there with the blankets? Why are you catching it? Let it hit the ground and then oh, clean it up. Wow, yeah, you know, was, and, and, and there was actually one time where I ended up buying, I mean, one of them was puking so bad, I wound up buying like three different damn tourist shirts because I'm like trying to catch all that shit. And it's oh. like, you know, I wound up $50 in the hole for trying to be a good dad. And it's like... Yeah. Yes, oh, that's, we get that's, into shit and puke during crosstalk. Yeah, every I don't day. understand that, guys. Let's just have some sports talk one day. No, no, we've got a, got an hour to yeah, do that. We have two hours about to that. Do. We're in the downtime yeah. right now. Who cares about sports? That's not what people come here for. No, <laughs> I mean, yeah, these are life's these are life's little experience you had. You know, very seldom do you take a a a trowel, try to throw shit, and it hits you right in the head, and it sticks. It's like like right in the middle. That's the I mean that is a shithead. It is. That is solid shit. If it hits yeah, you, yeah, that thing hit stuck. That thing was like a pancake that hit me. It was one of my big dogs. Wow, that was bad. Oh, What's wow. up, guys? Good morning, everybody. It's, right, it's I'm gone. It's yeah. talking shit.